about what you guys are going. All right? Views from the friend zone, it's your time. We giving you real talk, so stay on your grind. We just trying to laugh and have a good time. We dropping them juice so that all our people can shine. Views from the friend zone, it's your time. We giving you real talk, so stay on your grind. We just trying to laugh and have a good time. We dropping them juice so that all our people can shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition of Views from the Friend Zone Podcast. It's your boy, Real Talk Marv. Happy Sunday, y'all. It's blessed to, you know, be back in the building. You know, the Olympics started. The U.S. caught a loss. Crazy to France. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Frank Nilekina is a bum on the Knicks, but for some reason he become Jordan Nilekina when he played in the Olympics and stuff like that. <laughs> but, you know, I- I'm going to have everybody introduce themselves started to my right. It's your boy, Cliff Brogbanow. It's your boy, Open Shirt Poppy. What up, y'all? Mm-hmm. Then the guest. Yo, what's good? This is Ice Guy. What's going on? It's your boy, Han. Nice, nice. So you guys are part of the Code Six family kind of thinking. Let let us expand upon that. Let them know like what y'all represent. You know how they can get in contact with y'all. What y'all got going on? <laughs> so Code Six, Code Six is a uh, is something that you know my cousin and I a few years ago, quite a while ago, is something that we really wanted to do. You know, just musically, but kind of also just tying all the things that you know that we love. Whether it be our love of cars or you know streetwear and those yeah. types of things, you know media, um, and just kind of pulling them all together under one umbrella and really just expanding upon it. But the music is like the base. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about yourself? Uh, same thing. He basically summed it up in uh, a, a beautiful, a beautiful package. Is this? Yeah. We came up with it a long time ago, and we're expanding on it now. We starting to make some moves with it. And yeah, it's basically it. Okay, so um, Code Six. How did you come up with the name? <laughs> Actually, uh, you came up with the name. Technically, yeah. you think about it. Yeah, I came up with the name. Um, I used to play. I played Need for Speed with, with big car people. Uh, with okay. big car fans. I played. I was playing Need for Speed Underground, the one for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. The, the okay. best one, mind you. No, no, um, it was Most Wanted. Need for most Speed, wanted. Most Wanted. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Excuse yeah, me. Excuse most Wanted. It was Most Wanted, mm-hmm. right? Um. And when the cops start to chase you, they they call it a code six, right? Mm, and I so was that's like, like oh, I kind of like that name. Yeah. And yeah. what it yeah. meant was, if you play the game further, they break down all the codes in the game. And code yeah. six specifically meant a street racer that got away. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Code six music. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of yeah. cool. <laughs> you guys have any questions yet? <laughs> okay. So, so. From my understanding, you know, shout out to Lady Steel. Lady Steel is our connection. Yeah, shout out Lady Steel. Yes, PR manager. I've known Lady Steel for years. I've done a couple of shows. I've done her show. We, on a previous podcast I was on, she was a guest. So Lady Steel is the family. I was at her, her agency premiere opening yesterday. It was cool, cool vibes. Nice little spot in Richmond. Uh, we'll have her on in the future for her to plug what she got going on and stuff like that. But that was our, our connection and our ties. So now, producer, artist, right? Yeah. So. Musical influences wise, like who's your musical influence, and how would you define your sound? Mm. Man, defining my sound is interesting because um, I've always had this weird thing where I kind of fall into, I feel like more of like a visually curated space if that makes sense. So, for example, when I hear like if he makes a beat or I have anyone who I mess with who you know sends me a beat, depending on the mood it puts me in, that kind of makes me start thinking of a project as far as the cover, how it's going to look, and just all these different things. So. As far as inspirations go, I'm a huge Lupe Fiasco fan. Okay. Like, of course, you know, we from Brooklyn, like, you yeah, know, yeah. Biggie and Big Hove, like, especially Hove, you know, but it's one of those things where 
you know, I grew up in the era where, you know, I was, was a real nerdy kid, you know, I was into like martial arts and all types of stuff. But at the same time, just growing up in like East New York and then really trying to find my footing, guys like Lupe kind of made me feel like someone like me could rap. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. there was being born, you know, cause I was born, I came up in the nineties. Yeah. So just the influences that we had made me feel like someone like me, if that makes any sense, rapping no one would really buy it. Yeah. But because of that, you know, I kind of used to just kind of do my thing behind the scenes and just write my stuff and, you know, just kind of figure out my own lane. So if I had to say anything, I would definitely say that, you know, lyrically and just energy wise, I'm definitely on par with my contemporaries, you know, mm. or the people who inspire me. So, but Lupe Fiasco, I'm a huge Mac Miller fan. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so rest definitely. Rest in peace to Mac Yeah, rest in peace to the G. Yeah. What about me? you as a producer? As a producer, um, I, uh, in order for me to make, uh, in order for me to make music that's close to my heart, I try not to listen to too many people. But a lot of my inspirations, uh, my biggest inspiration is just Blaze okay. when it comes to beats, mm -hmm. um, Timberland, um, uh, um, Jay Dilla, Big Jay Dilla. I love his. I love. Uh, yeah. I love Donuts. I love that album. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that's, uh, I grew up in Brownsville. <clears throat> I grew up in Brownsville down at uh, Prospect Place. So um, a rapper, when it comes to rappers, my big inspiration was Bill Dance from MLP. Bill Dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So those are, so yeah, yeah, I love those guys. Those are, that, hands down, that's my favorite group um, of all time. Jay-Z, um, who else? Laundry list, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a big, it's a it's a big list. Uh, Busta Rhymes, yeah. I want to uh, hop on um, what you were saying as far as like your influence me, Lupe Fiasco, yeah. and you know it's I that resonated with me in the sense of like growing up. You know, I'm a I'm an '80s baby, and then I oh I also used to rhyme as well, but more of my influences, and then I come from a family, so it's just like my side of the family, our side of the family. We hit the books, but then we also have street ties too. And then when you grow up in the hood and you smart, it's that struggle, right? Yeah. Like, like lyrically, Biggie, Biggie's always gonna be my top influence. Nas, Jay Z, just like everybody else. But then that kind of also merged your content, right? So I hit a certain age where I stopped rapping because it was just like, yo, I'm. I'm I'm big meat Rick Ross in my bars, but I, <laughs> I work corporate. I got a master's degree. It just didn't work. And then to be your authentic self, it's tough, right? But that still is my musical influence, right? Like mm -hmm. I listen to a lot of these young guys, and I get excited and stuff like that. But then we we spoke about this one of our last episodes. I listen to uh, Griselda family, right, you know, shout you out know and then it's just it just gets you. But like like that's the element of hip hop that I love. But I like the fact that we have Lupe. We have Kendrick, we have J. Cole that allowed you to be intelligent, yeah. spit bars, and understand like, you know, nerds or, or, or straight nine to five dudes, like we in the hood too. So yes. everything that everybody else see, we see that influences us as well. But at the same time, I can't tell you that I'm cutting up bricks in my you know, <laughs> kitchen and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. just went a couple of questions. Right? Yeah, so it, it's tough, right? Because I felt like lyrically I felt that I was good you know what I'm saying and then I would get that kind of influence and then after a while you're just like yo you know what I'm saying there's all your your gun bars and drug bars and stuff like that like I was tied enough to people doing that stuff that I could have had people like you know backing me and stuff like that or nobody was gonna say oh he's soft he stayed in the house cause yeah. I was outside but I wasn't outside like ripping and running hand yeah, to hand and, you know what I'm saying yeah. but like people in the hood knew me cause I was outside with everybody else so 
that's that's a good thing that you know hip hop grew enough to have that expound where you have the Lupe's, you have the Kendricks and stuff, right? Because we need all of that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I ain't gonna lie to you that Jeezy, that Griselda rap, that's always gonna be me. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Even, yeah. even, yeah. If, even if your if your bars is creative enough, yeah, you don't necessarily have to be into that life to talk about it. Yeah, you see what I'm saying and talk around it. Yeah. Like you said, you may not have done it yourself, but you associated people who done that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you know the kind of life they live. And, they and you know the pain of it, too. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you know when they get locked up, you it. feel that pain, too. You're not, yeah. you're not in the streets. You, know you got to scramble up the bell money and stuff like that when they get locked up. So it's just like you're not connected as far as you taking those risks, but it still hurts you the I same. I feel like the, the, the focus of hip hop where you can't go wrong, everybody struggles. Struggle. One struggle is, yeah. you know, yeah. no different yeah. from the other. Yeah. It's just Basically. different struggles. But that's the and thing too. Like about chicks. people <laughs> try like that that struggle Olympics thing, where it's always yeah. just trying Ice to like juxtapose. Bring your mic closer like, to you, so yeah, I want to pick yeah. up everything. No, so I feel you on that. I mean, I think that's the benefit with us too, where sometimes like there's things that you work at, and sometimes you just kind of win like. Uh, like a certain type of lottery like whether it's the genetic lottery or just some type of luck and I think the luck with us specifically has been genetic <laughs> it was separate but I feel like we've been in this awesome, we've been in this blessed position where when it comes to the music we make and the lifestyles that we've led and things like that it's been easy to be our authentic selves without being like niche you know yeah. kind of like you said you know you might have like clever you know, and this is like no knock on him, but kind of like with Childish Gambino, like he has such a specific niche to his rhymes and the way he spits that, yeah. you know, you have yeah. people start lip running off a list of rappers who fall into a particular category. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that we've been real, we've been real blessed in just being able to be our authentic selves, as I said, and not have to worry about falling into a particular pocket. Yeah. Like the type of music we make, but I could very well have like, I could very well have Jeezy as a feature, you know what I mean? But yeah. I could also very well have someone like Utada Hikaru on a song. Yeah. You know, like, oh. But I think it's and, better yeah. for like an artist such as yourself and artists, you know, of that ilk because you can, I think, do more than say necessarily like a gangster rapper or whatever, whatever. Yeah. They got a specific lane that that's just their lane. Yeah. They yeah. can't really expand out of yeah. it without looking like, yo. Yeah, you don't have you to put crazy, yourself in the box. You know I mean? Facts, and then sometimes yeah. you try, they, yeah. you try to step outside that box, but you've kind of already boxed yourself in yeah, so yeah, much yeah, that yeah. people start looking at it as desperation or like, because yeah. like you said, you know, growing up in a particular era, like rock and everything, like we come from a musical family, so separate from hip hop, like all types of genres just flowed through our, you know, our yeah. family and our like, like our uncles are the Jive Five, you know. Yeah. Like, legendary Motown group created yeah. the Nickelodeon right. theme like yeah. whether you were singing in my family or playing an instrument or writing or something all of us have some type of musical some type, yeah. something music in our DNA yeah. and um, <clears throat> it's just been like one of those things where it just felt like a natural extension of our beings you know like this is what we were gonna do yeah. and um, we just wanted to do it at a high level you know? yeah. so yeah. if you see us you can see us at Calm Meets we'll be at Calm Meets see us we'll be skateboarding you see us in at a Durham Gray concert you know what I mean we're, we're just we're all around we're all around people. That's just how we like to live our life. We don't yeah. like to put ourselves in this in that box where, oh, because you came from this area, you have to play by those rules and you have to be that type of person. Yeah, yeah. it's like we we expand ourselves. We expand our our horizons. Yeah. This is how we and know. the benefit of being yeah. like when you were true, you know, kind of like with hip hop. You know, when you're a student of the game, you can recognize that authenticity. And the yeah. same applies to other genres. So like. You know, I can sit here, you know, and we can have an awesome, deep conversation, all things hip-hop, different artists, how they influence us and things. But I could very much do the same with, like, you know, whether it be rock music, alternative rock, death yeah. metal. Like, these are people that I still admire and inspire me in different ways that, you know, the people who know me and the people who understand the type of music I make, I can put it, pull it all together in a way that's not, 
You know what I mean? Like, I, gotta, I listen to some death metal. I never listen to that. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm a huge Slipknot yeah, fan. Like, that's my word. Like, my, my word's gonna be the first. I'm gonna have Corey Taylor on the track. Like, that's yeah. my word. Like, I'm a big Slipknot fan. Well, you know, love, like, there's always been groups like Blink 182 that kind of yeah. married, like, the hip hop yeah. rock vibe to in certain, certain yeah, part yeah, of their yeah. tracks that, that allows you to grow. Well, shout like out that. to Mark Hoppus. He's there. He's uh, battling cancer right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out Mark Hoppus, man. Yeah, so, uh, uh, another thing that I also want to point out is just like also guys like Tyler the Creator allow you to be weird in hip hop yeah, yeah. but still Thanks, be yeah. cool like everybody mess with I was gonna I try not to curse as much everybody rock with Tyler the Creator but then he'll, he'll freestyle butt sex rough butt like on, on <laughs> yeah. flex and crazy yeah. shit yeah. some real poor shit right yeah. some real poor no, but, but a lot of us had niggas in the hood too growing up where like what? they had a type of humor that yeah. that's the guy you let get yeah. away with it that's the guy you <laughs> like you know what I mean like, but the reason why I appreciate that that kind of stuff because it allows it allows people to show different variations of hip hop, different personalities, and we needed that expansion, right? Because a lot of hip hop was associated to negativity. Like uh, he's a big he's a big you know um, Little Dirk fan, and I like Little Dirk as an artist, but I just feel like the negativity that that's circling him. Yeah. You know how he just you know lost his brother and King Von and all that yeah. going back and forth, and then. Um, What's the dude King Bond was beefing with? Uh, I can't think of his name. F F B F B G Doc. No, 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 no. The 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 Rondo. Condor Rondo and stuff like that. Like these artists are good, but all of that negativity, yeah, all of that negativity is taken away. Now he from the AL from the Atlanta. This Condor Rondo. Yeah. All that negativity. Yeah. All that negativity takes away from the music, and and I understand there's that struggle to be street authentic and things of that nature but it's yeah. also sort of like you know it doesn't allow us to grow it, it, yeah. and, it, and it hurts you it hurts you like you know when you have that negativity and that stigma to you certain places don't want to book you no more Facts. Yeah. 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 You know, too. yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying So and it's sort of like yo like you took the penitentiary the penitentiary chances and then you started to do the music to step away from it and then like you can't let that mindset go yeah, yeah. but you know what it but, is though I not think necessarily Oh, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. though. Remember that shit I sent you that um, my son posted? Like, that negativity, that's how dudes be getting, they be getting uh, signed to labels. Yeah. yeah. Sort of, so, but that's, that's the thing, yeah. too. And that's you funny because I was going to kind of lead into my point where, like, it's different because I feel like you have certain artists that, let's say you look at artists back in the day that were kind of ripping and running and wilding and doing their thing. They were kind of had the chance to at least grow and elevate their way through the industry to where they kind of became like a big bro or an OG. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now with the internet, you know, a kid who's living this lifestyle, you know, and I understand there's a lot of chaos and death behind it, but, you know, I realize a lot of these guys stand on their politics and they stand on the lifestyle. But I think that they're not even given a chance to grow because with the internet, these things happen so quick. You could drop a song, you blow up overnight, and it's not yeah. like the politics go away overnight, yeah. you know? Yeah. So the politics on top of the speed of which you've done rolls through the music world and these labels are trying to rush to sign you and you got all this stuff going on. Yeah. It's like you didn't even have the space to like grow, become yeah. an artist, enjoy the fruits, and then sit back and be like, yeah. yo, I really need to like slow it's down. Yeah. Right it's right like they don't streams, even have a chance to reflect. Money, like, yeah. And you, you, know? you, could, you could opine on this as well and stuff like that. Like for instance, another another beef that's just crazy like I watched a video and how many people died over the last five years between Fredo Bang and NBA Youngboy Young Boy, yeah. in Louisiana you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying like like amongst their camp them two beefing and stuff like that it's like 12 people have died mm-hmm. in the last mm-hmm. three years four years amongst their camps and it's, it's crazy like NBA Youngboy is not even 24 
he, he's like facing like Rico charges and, and craziness, Fed cases, and it's just and like he's yo, trash as a rapper. He's not trash. He's not trash. He's not trash. He's not trash. No, no, he's not trash. As old heads, he's not trash. You know, I, I, this is me being dead honest. I've probably heard two NBA young boys. No, he's oh, the right. reason for that. No, no, no. no. And it's like no, no knock on homies. He's just, not trash. He just resonate. He has he got a lot of pain in his music and which no no listen. His music is not the greatest, but his fan base, he makes a million dollars off of YouTube. Off his Which music. is crazy, yeah. yeah. A million dollars off of YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, what, what I'm saying is, you got the thing is, everything's melodic now with this generation. Sure, so it's nothing's about substance. No, he's they're running not, around. You he's about not, he's yeah. mistreating women. He got yeah. Floyd Mayweather's daughter, crazy as hell, yeah. giving chicks oh, yeah. herpes. Flo- like, Flo- Flo- yeah. What do you mean? But listen, listen, everybody, all the rappers now that's, that's in the that's born in the nineties and two thousand whatever too. But you gotta look at the family structure. A lot of them probably. A lot of people tend to the streets because we don't have two parent homes that you gonna go to what, what you yeah. what you know what your friends are doing. I feel you. So a lot of if if if, if you carrying a gun. Yo, Cliff is such the counselor right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> 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 no, no, what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to say is, is which, what I'm trying to say is that a lot of the time you are gonna gravitate what your friends are doing whatever too. Yeah. If you listen, if you go through the rappers and you ask me, oh, we, yo, what was your your childhood like? What you call? They'll straight up tell you, yo, I just had my mom. And I had to do what I had to do. Yeah, yeah a lot of times like it's, it's, it's the same. It's the same story. Yeah. What you call it? No, but musically, his music is good though. If you, yeah, yeah, if you exactly. really listen, trust me. Trust me. I'm, I, I used to. I used to come to listen. make me say I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm, I'm with him. I completely was a hip hop purist when it came to lyrics, and I was just not feeling none of this stuff like that. And then you just like, yo, you gotta also kind of give it a chance and start listening to it, and you just like, yo. If you listen to my gym playlist or whatever, do I got NBA Youngboy in it? No, I don't. I'm not going to be honest with you. Absolutely but when you listen not. to certain music and you expand, it's just like, you know, you, you realize with the times, like, he's solid. The track with him and Migos, you yeah. know, I need it. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, gun yeah. is That's undefeated. A, that, is, that shit is yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a lot. You know what I'm saying? His, listen, his mixtapes, the thing, the problem is, is his mixtapes... They're, they're really good Yeah, They're really good It just is what you like You know If yeah. you're born in an era Where you don't want to hear Some of the stuff That's going on right now Like to be a weirdo right now that That's in So but a lot of women th- Would do some Some craziness like, like, Or whatever too Like Young Thug I'm not a huge Young Thug person But I, I see That he has the talent And I see how he Bring people together Young Thug's a young mogul a lot I, grew, of I grew to be A huge Young Thug fan mm-hmm. Like yeah. And I'll be honest And with he was you, doing like, all that Dressing crazy shit yeah, Like that that's the thing that he, Let me ask you Sorry about I didn't no, mean no, to cut please. you off uh, <laughs> This this new trend where a lot of these hip hop artists are painting their fingernails, mm. like like legitimate artists, mm-hmm. you know, not like attention grabbing thing. It's like a big thing, like like what is that? Like Who's what is the latest one? So Kid Cudi, right? it was Kid yeah. Cudi recently. Kid Cudi, Tyler the Creator, Tyler. Yeah. but you know what though? And it's, home, all of them it's doing interesting because I have like a, I have it's weird. I have such a different view on it because like sometimes I'm pretty hyper militant in the way I view things, and when I look at like. You know, and I understand sometimes when we have this conversation about emasculation of black males and things like that, I think that sometimes the conversation makes sense because we see how often a lot of labels have treated black men in hip hop. Mm-hmm. But again, me being someone who grew up at a certain era loving hip hop, but also loving rock and metal, like, <laughs> like he'll tell you, like, there's a period of my life where I was gothic, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's still, wow. still in cyphers destroying niggas, you know what I mean? But yeah. like, gothic had to, so yeah. I'm talking about black painted nails the whole nine. Mm-hmm. And I kind of. Is that grew- an acronym? Uh, I'm sorry? 
Is that an acronym you got that from? Still in sight for destroy niggas? Oh, no, no, no. I thought it was too. So, so no, you're not wrong. No, that's good, though. And, um, but at some point, like, just with other things in my life, I kind of grew out of that visual style, but I still, like, love the music. I still yeah. love the era. So, with the, so to me, it's one of those things where I'm just like, yo, I had a, a phase where, based on the type of, like, because it's one of those things where my only thing that I find interesting is that as a young kid, you get inspired by the people you admire. So if I'm, you know, in high school, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old, and I'm seeing, like, rock dudes that I really admire and respect, and I love their music, and they're dressed in a certain way, and, you know, you emulate that sometimes as a kid. In this current era, I'm not seeing where the emulation is coming from, that the rappers are deciding that they want to do this. I mean, so the, I guess painted, that's maybe the painted the nails, I but, get it. Like you said, rock stars used to have it. But now they're getting, like, manicures and, 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 and bedazzled. But you got to think, yeah, think yeah. about it is, right? We're in a, we're in a time where the more extreme you are, the better it's going to build for your brand. So you got to do something that's outside the yeah. box. But I feel like they always devolve to that keep gender stuff. Like, think about like, it. In, yeah. the, in the rap in the 80s and 90s, like now it's glorified. You got to be on lean and all this and stuff to make crazy music. And like being on lean and all that stuff, like to talk about it publicly. You know, they was doing that in the South, but like yeah. New York on people, guys yeah, is on lean. Yeah, yeah. That ain't a New yeah. York thing, but no. a lot of cats, cats, young cats are on lean and all this stuff yeah, for what you call it the drugs but what I'm saying <laughs> is as time passed there's always been weird drug influences but that that's everybody's the same thing with the nails but, but thing like, all it takes like, all it like, takes is one person that's popular to do it was, and everybody's gonna run I, with I it something that was kind of big that we didn't yeah. know about is like people were smoking you know Blunts with weed and crack in it. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't something we thought was cool, but like people was doing. It. So this was, you know, weird kind I don't know. To me, my thing is, it's not even about the, you know, demasculation of black males and things of that nature. I just don't see like you know, like what is the vision or or, or what is the promotional the person, kind of thing. Yeah, what is like I feel like hip hop has come to the point where people are so fixated on trying to flex that they run out of things to do and shit yeah. like that. Like mm-hmm. like like but, Little Yachty putting a diamond in his in the yeah. middle of his head like he's a fucking a anime. Wait, yeah. no, no, Uzi. Like he's Uzi. 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 I, I said Yachty, I meant Uzi. I meant Uzi. Uzi. He's, he's what's his name wall. from uh the Avengers. Oh, Vision. Vision. He's Vision. 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 Yeah. Didn't, he, didn't he take it out though? I saw some of the footage. It's like a piercing. It's like a piercing gangster like that. But as much as that shit is worth, if I was in his presence, I would try to grab right that right shit. Right <laughs> <laughs> I would try to get that shit out of his head. Hey, you a little nigga, get out of here. All right, yeah. so we gonna, um, we're going to get into the, sh- the regular format of the show where we talk about different topics. And um, the first topic we're going to talk about, relationships. Is it a commitment or a contract, right? Because I feel like the, the nature of relationships are changing so much because of like how... Little people are just like really feeling like the benefits of being in a relationship, right? Yeah. Like, I grew up, I'm a married male. You said little people? Not little people. Man. Oh, no. Wait, what did you say? You just said little people, though. Did he? I yeah, said, yeah. I said, <laughs> you said little people. I swear you said little people are benefiting. All right, so if I did say little people, I don't have to take them to roll back. You always got little people. No, no, You taking a sidebar. We had this conversation, like, you know, if we're going to detour, like, fetish-wise, like, I had a little people fetish. You know what I'm saying? I had a fetish where it's just like, I wanted a bad midget. Oh, like a bad midget? A bad midget. You know, a little person, right? Because midgets, like, in proper terms. To stay in my closet <laughs> and only
only come on some Willy Wampa shit. Only come out when I told it. Anyway, anyway, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's another. If I did say little people, I didn't mean to say. I'm saying I meant to say just like you know, in the closet. A lot of people are are not finding the the benefits of being in relationships or being tied down things and it's like. Especially when people like they have their children, the relationships don't work, and it's like, what is my uh, motivation to be back in a relationship? I mean, sometimes you hear things like, for instance, uh, Dr. J, Dr. J, I'm, I'm tongue messing up. <laughs> Dr. Dre recently now he has to pay, I, I, I think, for the next twenty years or some 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 crazy time. It's like three and a half a year or something. Madness. Yeah. Four, yeah. four yeah. million altogether for yeah. the year. Yeah, right. Four, four million. Come out yeah. to four years. So so his. His, his spouse, and, and this wasn't the spouse that he was with, like you know, when he was broken, kind of right. like he already had money, kind of situation. Yeah, she wasn't you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And anyway, she got an NBA contract right now for the next couple of years. I say that to say, <laughs> she was getting 22 years. Yeah, I say that. So, what that mean? No, but but the thing about it is he had a prenup signed, so I don't understand how how yeah, the finagle. Well, is a prenup if that's happening? It yeah. usually depends on the state too, like certain states. In California, California is different. Yeah. But let's let's keep it about because I saw a meme uh, where the dude said, you know, he mentioned that oh, Dr. Dre has to pay three hundred thousand dollars a month. I don't, don't want to get married. And, you know, Black Twitter always get. Someone, someone said, "Chief, slow down. It'll be thirty dollars a month for you." You know what I'm saying? So let, let's not all act like we, we all gonna have to break out that kind of bread. That's my thirty dollars. That does still have to do with your financial bracket. So even if you don't have Dre money, yeah, a lot of the money you do make is still yeah, gonna have. You know exactly. what I mean? So whatever your lifestyle is, thirty dollars for your lives, five dollars is a lot of money. And let's be real, thirty dollars a month, like for the sake of the meme, is funny. But let's be real, yeah, more than thirty. Yeah, So, but so relationships, commitment. Of contracts. So the first question is: social media influencer. Uh, there was a, uh, a, 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 a influencer. Her name was uh, Blue Jasmine, and she was talking about how she messed with a rich dude, and then they broke up. It didn't work out. Nobody cheated and stuff like that. But he had put her in a loft and got her bends. And then she was just like, even though they broke up, he couldn't take that stuff back. He had to keep her in that lifestyle until she found somebody next. And then the update was. That he was still paying her stuff, and she has a new dude, and new dude's living in the loft. Nah, he's that simp. Other dude paying, yeah, and, and, and she's like, if you were to try, if you were to try to take it back, she would destroy that stuff. And, and to be honest with you, no disrespect, she's not even amazing looking. Like <laughs> to be honest with you, she's regular Washington Heights. You know what I'm saying, Dominican looking girl. Like you know, yeah. nothing. That blows your socks away, kind of mm. thing. She she's a good looking girl, but she's nothing like. Yeah. I'm gonna sponsor you just to to make sure you she's still no live a good lifestyle. Dime, right? Yeah, I don't understand. Huh? She's no American. Oh no, dime. definitely. No, she's not. But so I say that to say so. Um, she she went viral saying that if a man broke her, gotta maintain that lifestyle. You know, take care of bills and stuff like that. Like. When when you have women with that kind of mindset and that understanding, like you know. Mm. What do you really feel like you're looking for in your relationship when you know there's women out there like that? Like, you know, what do you feel the benefits of being in a relationship right now? If, especially if you're not in a situation where you're trying to get married right now or even trying to have kids. So, like, you know, people are just like, then why am I in a relationship? So, I, I just want to get the opinion. I wish I had, you know, women on the panel as well to, to opine. But, yeah. like... What do you think? Like, what do you feel like you even want to get out of a relationship right now? I, I got some, but I'm gonna let you. Must you get yours off? Um, 
for her and what the hell she said uh, <laughs> I personally I would blow torch the crib <laughs> the house nothing, no my 50 cents now you're, you're wilding yeah Nobody's you're wilding happy. thinking I was supposed to support you after we broke up that's dumb and you're a sip if you do and especially if another dude's in the house you're a oh, super absolutely, simp absolutely yeah you're and they don't have simp. kids together uh, that's the crazy yeah, thing about it yeah, 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 like yeah. you know I can see it like you know you have kids with her you like you know what I'm gonna take this L because I want my son or daughter in in, in a comfortable space. Yeah, yeah, that makes no sense. No kids. Yeah. 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 And you know, they do this, like, I understand this whole, like, it ain't tricking if you got a thing. I think that's absurd. Because yeah, no. my thing is, at the end of the day, just from a financial standpoint, it doesn't make sense. And it kind of, I will say it works both ways. Like, surely she's out of control with her mindset. But as far as the dude is concerned, if this is someone that you haven't had a serious long-term relationship with, nor have you made her your wife, or you plan on making her your wife, why are you buying her crib and cars and all this stuff? Like, that's wife stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no, so I, just I gotta like, be... Because it's different if you're looking out for her. She's in an apartment, they you may be paying for it. They come to an agreement right? initially, especially a lot of times when you got these younger chicks dealing with these older dudes, mm -hmm. right? They let it be known, listen... What is it you need? I'm going to provide what you need, and you're going to provide me with this. But so by that logic, more, than, if they separate, more than just being a relationship, it's a business agreement. It's a contract. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? So it's by that really logic, then, if she stopped giving him this part of the contract, contract yeah. ended. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't understand why she yeah. thinks she got this yeah. extended T-Mobile plan. No, it's, the, it's yeah. the other way Definitely. around. Her obligation ended because she's obligated to whatever. Man, and he look out for her. So if she's not doing that no more and there's another dude in the house, what the hell am I still paying for all yeah, this for? No, I agree with that part. You know, like that's that's, no that's what's crazy to me. What do you think? I mean, I'm not sure you're willing to do it, but like this the fact that there's women out here who thinking that this is something But the fact that she continue and think that he's supposed to support her lifestyle after it's over. She she's a fucking lunatic. Like Unless you want to lose that get off on that. No, like, not you know, not even that. Like the fact like if it's over, but if that's what they came into agreement with before when they first started dating, then then that's what he was. Okay, yeah, we could do that, whatever too. Then he because you got some dudes who be promising. Yeah, I'm gonna take care of you regardless. No, that, you that's a, that, we could be together or not. I'm that's make a sure fact, you're good. but that's a they fact. They be telling listen, them stuff like I, that. Listen, if you know I buy you a car in a house, whatever too, and it's over. You gotta figure a way to not financially support yourself and exactly. keep the maintenance on that. Because yeah. I already supplied yep. what's going on in, in, in that environment. Yeah. I don't need to keep up. I don't need. I, I, why would I keep Upkeep. up the payments? Yeah, for real. Cool. The and best I can do for you is to the end of the year. No matter where, what it happened, if it, if we break up in February or we broke up in November, the best I could do for you no, is at the end of the end year. Of year yeah. Once the end year changes, really you gotta right. figure that shit yeah. out. Yeah. Right. February, that's a long time for that somebody else in the crib too. That's, that's, that's the sim. That's <laughs> the sim. <laughs> no, I'll give you to the end, end of the year. Listen, if my money is a little <laughs> up and whatever too, and and we broke up where it was like you know it was okay, wasn't crazy, nothing. We just didn't. It was just you know just didn't work out. I'll give a six month period. I give wow. it a six the month period. End of the year. After the six, I I listen, after six months, life goes on. Oh, six months, every, every month. After time. six every months, for the streets. Every month, yeah. something's going yeah. And you gotta like one you month. Doors just going, furniture's going. Taking off all the doors. I think you just gotta rip yeah. the bandaid off because yeah. what's gonna happen is like at the end of that six months, now you gotta press her, and I didn't find nothing yet, and you gotta be understanding because y'all have a connection, and that's why I feel like just rip the bandaid off and be like, look, at this is. But then, then, then you got the you know what it is. A lot of guys now, like you know before. It's like we don't. You don't have to have a conversation to be in a relationship. Whatever you could, everything's a contract now mm -hmm. because social media made like that. James Harden give you a hundred thousand dollars. This person gives fifty. So chicks are being unrealistic. Chicks are going to dr. 
whatever too. Not just chick, whatever. I'm not trying to just put it be sexist. They're spending five, ten grand, and they they come back with a whole new lifestyle, and they now they want to have supply. Whole new body. body. Yes, yeah, supply. <laughs> yeah, no, no, whole new lifestyle. Because this is what they, this is. You go, you go pay five, ten thousand dollars, and then you come back looking for a million dollar, million dollar yeah, man. Yeah, but it's the new body that make you think you. No, have but a what new I'm lifestyle, saying, but, but what I'm saying is this: every the chicks are doing this left and left and right now because they're like, listen. The days are just, you know, I'm giving him sex and whatever, so he keep paying a little bit. But no, I want him to supply me for a good 10, 15 years. And then they got the sugar daddies. They get the 50, 50 60 old men that will do it. Yeah, so she's yeah. saying that you don't know how this guy looks. This guy could. The sugar daddy's ruined the game. Yo, man. this guy. Listen, he can't be that much of a sugar daddy because she's complaining that she's complaining that's not being paid for. No I was on so. vacation in Jamaica with my wife. I'm talking to a guy in the pool, whatever. Too nice old man. Wake up, whatever. Too. He's like, yeah, he was talking whatever. Too. It was crazy because our connection was um, like he was just telling me my stuff and we connected through mm-hmm. through um through stuff, right? So I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, my, my lady's over there. Bad joint, not even mm. paying him attention. She probably on the on the on the sugar daddy plan. I'm talking about super bad. So he's like he's like she looks good, right? She has, <laughs> I, like, I said, I said that's yeah, what so, but know, that's what like, I'm saying. Like so, you uh, everybody's messing it up for. No, I, I get that, right? But it skews, you know, the excuse the yeah, whole perspective. Of like the the masses, right? Because it's just like don't get it twisted. There's a lot a lot of the times like these sugar babies, women getting take care of stuff like that. You know, it's 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 a, a, a understanding, right? A lot of these times they don't they, the women don't promote it, but a lot of times these dudes be married. You know what I'm saying? They're not leaving their wife. They already established something like that, but they got play money to do something on the side. Yeah. You part of their side play money and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then it leads to some women thinking that you know what. If this girl gets that, then I expect my man, who's gonna be my primary man, who's a regular dude, to kind of give me that same kind of energy. It, it's a handful of dudes who have that kind of play money, but it it, it, it filters or it kind of bleeds into regular society, regular relationships, where it bleeds over that some women are just like, yo, like I, I seen a mean where woman's just like, yo, if he's not paying all my bills and I still have to work, then why am I in a relationship? And I'm just like. And, and and no, not to be like, listen, I'm not fucking Denzel Washington, but it be some normal looking girls who think that this <laughs> is a situation. It's a it's a it's an exchange, right? Like these high net worth, like I don't want to be like Kevin Samuels, like the dude who shit. But these these high these high net worth men, like you know, they're not doing this sponsorship for for the regular girl working. You know, regular they normal girl walking the street. Yeah. They, Dime plus. Just like he's the 1% of the world, he's looking for the 1% to do that for. And it's not even, nowadays, it's not even just about how good you look. It's about how well you take direction, how well you yeah. play your role. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Where you, where you at. A lot of times, especially when you put yourself in that position, is you're not going to pay or have play money for... And what you got at home and she's giving you 32 problems, mm-hmm. that side one don't give you no problem. She's doing everything that's that's right. And she's that's, not gonna she's not gonna she's not gonna do the day-to-day activities that say that you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You're paying for your sanity with her, which is mm-hmm. sex, comfortability, confidence, whatever mm-hmm. you whatever you lacking mm-hmm. at at home. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times this social a lot of times social media right now, it makes it seem like it's okay. You can't even go to social media anymore and see you can't go through 10 times and see 10 girls with their clothes on. 
Because yeah, everybody's yeah. everybody's promoting. Listen, yeah. I'm showing you this because I want the lifestyle. Why else are you showing Why me this? Yeah. You know so what? So that's like, so. So the scary part of I'm sorry, just no. cut you off. The scary part of this is like you can't even have a regular relationship anymore and just talk to a girl and see where see where her head is at because you don't know what direction she's trying to take you. Yeah, yeah. that's what that's so, that's what leads to the confusion. Like, what what are we getting out of relationships anymore? Right? Because there's there's a time in your life where you want to build, you want to have a family, and, and and you want someone to maybe like you know have kids with unnecessarily. But I just feel like you know the expectations a lot of times with relationships and like what we bring to the table kind of make you feel like yo, it's more of a contract that you you you're about to get into yeah. more than anything. Well, marriage, marriage, is, well, marriage yeah. is technically a contract. Yeah, um, you you do technically sign a contract with marriage, but I mean, and when it comes to relationships, it, nowadays relationships, uh, I would say. I would say do you nowadays the, the females they're, they're on a different time men are on a different time it's like so I explain what you mean by do you because that I, we two married men the oh, okay. game listen the game is different now I got a yeah. lot of boys whatever and then they're telling me they were going on dates and I got friends that you know they they are they <laughs> you know what I mean their yeah. money's up and they're like yo I can't do this I'm just like yo some of the chicks I'm, I'm going on dates with they are not realistic so I yeah. don't even know like well, that's the problem. It's even harder yeah. when, when, when your pockets is, yeah. you know, deep. That's yeah. the problem. Because you like, yo, you don't need to do much. Once she realized you got the brand, man, these chicks... But that leads you to extortion. To that's that's what's See, tough. Extortion. <laughs> extortion. <laughs> you you, you got to think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, when your true. money's up, these dudes pay the girls to leave. They're not exactly. paying the girls to stay. They're trying to make sure to have that clean break. Like for instance, the but video you, don't you even said- have to pay them. You still gotta have a little bit of game with it. You showing it to them. You know what I'm saying? Nah, but you're not giving nah, it to them. But nah, elaborate you, what you were saying. Elaborate what you were saying about you. Well, you got bread. Well, you can you show it to them and not give it to them because they got an end goal. These chicks is not dumb. I know they may seem like little birds and da da da, but they're not dumb. The dumb ones is the ones who gonna get mad because you ain't. You know, just buy her a Louis bag and da da da. She's mm-hmm. like, I want. Those are dumb ones. The other ones, they wanted to do all this extra stuff because yeah. they're looking at the end game. Yeah, the ones you trying to get houses saying? and cars. Yeah. And so what do you? Yeah. So what about elaborate what you were saying about the whole relationship thing and? Uh, just well, basically, what I was saying with the with social media, I think social media ruined relationships at this point right now because, um, they it is a it is an unrealistic aspect of what these females are looking for. They they. Consistently see these quotes um, online, and they want to live by these stupid ass quotes. Of somebody that, that somebody's loving females that females Sam. the females that make these quotes, most of them don't even want a relationship. Most of them don't even want to deal with a with a, a regular nine to five man. So why are you listening to these people? And yeah. I think that's the problem with a lot of these women today. They're listening to the wrong people when they should just be living their life, their own life. Yeah. They, they're, they're basically living their life through social media. They have to stop that. Yeah. They you have know, to just go outside. It, and you know what I mean? It's tough because we all, nobody's driving in their lane. Everyone's looking at to the left and to the right and seeing what other people are doing. I'm like, yo, I deserve but that same thing. The, or I want that same thing. The, but you don't, you're not yeah. necessarily bringing that same thing the to the table. The problem is you can't even value, as a man, you can't even value a regular woman anymore because 
it seemed like you know it seemed like with social media you want this you want that whatever too boom like it's like it's so easy you don't even have to talk to nobody no more you can put up a thousand pictures and pretend that this is your life and now everything's coming to you before you used to be able to call call a girl talk on the phone you had to build a roster you don't gotta do that anymore you know whatever too so now it's so quick to be like you can't appreciate the day to day person now and that's the scary part and that's that's the reason why birds like her are saying the things she, she is because she knows she's capable of saying this and yeah. then this side might say man fuck out of here the other side's like yo I like her I think also some of it is like if you think it or if you wish it they will come type shit like you put it out in the <laughs> yeah. universe they're like yo I'm a bad chick I deserve this that and the other and someone's gonna someone's gonna fall for that bait mm. for instance like the video like you shared this uh this dude been hollering at a girl for a little while. He finally, you know, she finally decides to link. They go out to this nice little steak spot, yeah. salt bay spot. Yeah. He spends six hundred dollars, and then at the end of the day, she got an Uber to take her somewhere oh, yeah. else, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's they like arguing outside the restaurant. Yeah, and he's just I like, "Yo, you just ran one. up a yeah, bill, yeah. six hundred dollars." And he's like, "I'm not saying we gotta sleep together and stuff like that, but we're not gonna chill." She's like, "Yeah, but look at me." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she was girl. regular. No, looking girl. The, the, the problem, the problem is, is you know, she got, she got a thousand likes. She just like, I'm, like I she said, she was cute, but, but normal looking girl. If I spend six hundred dollars for Jewish girl, that's a lot of damage. That's a car no insurance, right? Yeah. So at least entertain me to have a decent conversation because yeah. you got respect for yourself. Chicks are just saying, all right. You took me now. I'm going to take over. I got a problem with that situation on both ends. She was wrong, but he fraud. He frauded. But he, I, let me tell you where he messed up. You kept hounding the chick to go out with you. You don't want a chick to go out with you just because you wore her down. Yeah, you want a chick to go out with you because she might be interested in you. Listen, that first, that first, you knew she wasn't interested in you, and you still spent six hundred dollars on her. That first date need to be normal as hell, bro. Because you got to see where this this woman's head at and things of that nature. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying you got to be cheap, get a two francs by the vendor and shit like that. Walk the park type. You know, Dave Chappelle or Half Bait way. We could go to Shelly's. He had like five dollars trying to make the day happen and shit. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah, yeah. do that. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that, but at the same time, we like. We could go to Chili's. No, I'm not. I'm those not days is over, my dude. Those days is over. Let me finish you this one. The caliber you looking for, they ain't going to Chili's. Let me finish this one. You can get back on that. It's all about the drinks, baby. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish this one. What I'm trying to say is, right? Because if you cap in certain ways and you do that, that thing where it's just like you take it to Salt Bay and spend six hundred dollars, things in that nature. You establish something that <laughs> yeah. if you can't keep that up, yeah, you you shot yourself you shot in the yourself. foot. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what's Those high at like the highest? I start low, and yeah. then we I, work our way I, up. I, I, no, he, 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 and that's he, the thing. You I've only took one woman out. Like I've only took one woman out. out there that's not going to be crazy for yeah. your pocket. Well, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took my wife out Picnic. one time. <laughs> That's creative. Yeah. I took my wife out one time, and the bill for the for the for the night was like five hundred dollars. But yeah. this was my wife, and this was, was just like married? we was already married, oh, okay. and, and yeah. we went to several spots, Mr. Childs, and some other spot, and we saw celebrities and shit like that, and it felt good and things of that nature. But at the same time, it's sort of like yo, it was an appreciation at the time we were celebrating. I think it was a Valentine's Day, but we was you know it was an appreciation kind of thing. But 
at the same token, it was just like, yo, I already knew how, what I'm invested in this person with already. It's not about the cheapness. It's just like, if you spend that kind of money on a girl, $600 on a date that you don't even know if she likes you like that. Mm. Like, she already had the Uber order while y'all was eating appetizers, B. That was his yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, fault. but no. It, listen, regardless of what that was his fault, whatever, that bitch ain't got no class, okay? Listen, at the end of, there's no seriously. At the end of the day, he played himself because he he came off like yo, I got it, whatever, too. Mm-hmm. But like, she should at least give that man a conversation or some something that she said did. you no at the table. No, eating. no, <laughs> she gave him. Yeah. She, she Uber said your rides outside. She, she, waiting. She's, like, she's like, no, I'm just gonna take Uber back. If you came in a car with me and you go back on Uber. But you you know know what, I just deserve to drop yeah, you yeah, off yeah, somewhere, yeah, B. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even if I got dropped off to the next that's nigga, that's crib. Even worse. I mean, she'd, she'd, rather, she'd rather pay for the Uber than sit in the car. That's crazy. <laughs> no, that's crazy. But, so, nah, but you know what, though? I honestly truly think that. So when you think about how modernized things have become and how expensive shit is and all of that, as humans, male, man, you know, male and female, like inherently, there's certain things we want to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, for men, we do not in any way look to women to any of the shit they look to us for. We're not looking nope. to women for shelter. We're not mm-hmm. looking to, for them to take care of us. Now, some niggas is fucking for, for their lives. No, 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 don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, I'm saying this is what you want. I'm keep it back. I'm going to disagree with you. I got to let you know what he's saying. But when you think about the modernized world we live in, you got some dudes who's trying to live that way because shit is hard. But then on a just straight up like actual genetic level yeah. like when you think back to the hunter-gatherer era like when you're going out hunting gathering the food doing your thing yeah, as a man yeah, yeah. and then the woman looks and sees like okay this guy's a protector a real this dude don't care if like, his chick work at McDonald's yeah, he just so, care that I just think the same but that's the thing but that's the thing and like, posted it Every everybody and everything is loved unconditionally except for a man yeah, yeah. women you know, are loved unconditionally children are loved children are loved a man has to bring something to the table because that's yeah. the thing, as a man, you can fall in love with table, a woman and want to support her, want to protect loved. her, mm-hmm. want to provide for her. So, you know, your bot, like your, your thought process, you want to have offspring, you want to carry on your bloodline. Like, these are all the inherent genetic things that men care about. Mm-hmm. But the modern version of the hunter gatherer era is the car, the house, yeah. the money. Like, and you know, mm-hmm. and then it's uh, like, and again, like, like you said, for men, all we literally want is like, like with the music thing. You know, just traveling so much and doing music and doing this and doing that. You know, imagine coming home on a red eye, you know, when you're tired, but you got to fly out two days later, you know, or the next morning. And all you want to see is your woman. You want to come home to that relaxing home you provided. You want those creature comforts, but she too good to cook. She Mm -hmm. too good to clean. She got an attitude. But it's like, look, I got this red eye. I'm tired. I want to come home. I want to spend time with you. You know what I mean? So when it really truly boils down to it, that's all a man really wants is to feel comfortable in his home, to feel, you know, to feel like his woman supporting him, looking out for him and making sure, you know, shit is good. And And she multiplies what you bring. So you can provide the home, you provide the food, you provide the whatever. So that's what I mean. Like, we're going to do all these things financially and and everything when all we want is certain things that get frowned upon. A lot of, I think, I think women have confused they hate the word submissive. I think they've confused submission with subservience, mm-hmm. and they're two completely different things. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah. we just want to be but, appreciated. But men, men, yeah. like, yeah. men, being appreciated these days is, is it's 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 a hard thing for women to do, and and it's crazy. Like before, listen, we 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 all older, right? I think from the eighties and up, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> so before you had one parent would work, the mom would stay home, she would take care of the kids, raise the kids. So we live in an era now. We need. 
two people to rock out now. Hell yeah. Because yeah. rent and everything's too expensive. A two bedroom, so, two thousand and change. So, so what happens? On one so, person. so what happens is that's it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm talking about bare minimums. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What happens is is like the the, the uh, we don't we're not being appreciated no no more. Like the basic thing because the social base. You supposed to be doing that. Yeah. But you yeah. supposed to be fucking me seven days a week. You supposed to be sucking yeah. my dick seven days a week. Yeah, you don't do that. Yeah, that's not to me now. What I'm saying is you don't do all that. So how you wanna tell me I'm supposed to be doing yeah, yeah. all these great things for you? So it's just it's very complicated. That's the biggest issue we have in society in the couple constraints with, with relationship with the expectation of what we expect versus what we get. Because of the whole, you know, it, it gets flipped like, oh, a man's supposed to do this, a man's supposed to do that. A woman's supposed to do this, a woman's supposed to do that. So, for instance, like you saying, if I put shelter over our head, I do stuff like that. You got to be this freak for me and stuff like that. And women be like, nah, I don't got to do all that. Okay, then the, 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 I don't understand what, 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 what we in this relationship for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it go vice versa. Some men, some men want to put their feet up and be like, yo... Oh, I need you to cook and clean and shit like that. And, and, and my G didn't have a job in six months. My G just played video games and stuff like that. Shorty paying for everything. But you still expect her to, to be Facts. serving to you. It don't work that way, right? Yeah. We we have to get the, the gender the gender constraints of what genders is supposed to do out the window and have that communication. I appreciate and then you I don't, got, I don't the, think it's the constraints. I'm sorry. I, think yeah, it's, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I don't think it's the constraints. I think yeah. it's just some of us like that example you just gave to me that's such an on the nose example it makes perfect sense it's like that dude is a clown straight up and down so I don't think it's a conversation of, of <laughs> no, the, it's I don't think it's a conversation about the gender norms I think it's a conversation of that dude just sucks yeah. you know some. it's kind of like so she may be watching there's some there's, you know, there's someone I'm dating where we had this conversation where I expressed to her like you know I, you know, I like doting on my woman. I like taking care of her, doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm the type of dude where like, I love, like, my love language, I love home-cooked meals. I love just chilling in the house sometimes if we're not out on a date and doing yeah. things. And she expressed to me, like, yo, I like you enough that I'll do those things for you, but I'm not officially a girlfriend, so I'm not going to be playing house. And I said, okay, well, if we're not, if that's the case, I'm not your boyfriend. I'm not going to consistently keep paying for every date. I'm not going to consistently keep Ubering you everywhere. I'm not going to, because I'm not your boyfriend, so why should I do it consistently? Yeah, um, like that. That's facts. You, you yeah. put it back yeah. to the table. That's tennis, yeah. sir. But, Love, but sir. But she's so, like, she and I have such deep conversations. She's so introspective and such an actual, like, well-rooted woman that she was like, shit, you're right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But we've been able to have that dialogue and kind of just go back and forth of the things that she'll do for me and vice versa and the things that she appreciates and vice to versa. Be honest, so that that's was, what I think it is. That was when I had a woman take you out or y'all go out and she say, no, I'm going to take care of this one. Then... You doing something wrong? You've, you know, I've had that happen. But you, that was one of the turning points in my relationship with my wife. That I kind of right because, it, you know, in my, I, I got married early. I got married in my um, mid twenties. So, but when I was dating my wife, I had so I've been dating so much that I was just like dating was expensive to the point where they I had to have a dating budget as part of my budget, right? Because oh, I know no, you because mean, you, you you paying for dates, you drinks yeah. and stuff like that, eating stuff like that, and then you know while you're dating, a lot of women don't even look at their purse. Don't even flex, fake flex. Mm -hmm. Let me put the tip and stuff, yeah, especially when I'm dating. So I tell, I tell, so I tell you, I'm finished. So 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 you know. I'm paying for dates, paying for dates and things of that nature. And it's just like, it's just costing me a lot of money. God bless. I didn't have no children. I'm still young in my career. I don't have this big mortgage. I was still at home, you know, giving my people's money for rent. So I said, and then it was like our second and third date. And, and my wife was just like, yo, I don't expect you to always pay. Let me pay for this, this, and the other. And I was just like, oh. 
Okay. That it shit turns me. me on. It shot me. Because all of the women yeah, that I, yeah. all of the women that I was dating <laughs> never even hit me with that, right? Yeah. Be- before yeah. that. You know, so that was the first time I was just like, oh, okay. She get it. And at the same time, it's just like, you know, we're both working people and stuff like that. You know, we both understand things things cost, but a lot of times women were just like not even thinking about it. And it's just like, you know, certain women I was going on dates with, you hit date five, six, seven, yeah. and they don't even think of pump but faking. See, that's a clear to try way to of saying, that. I like you. I'm not just using I'm you I'm sure for I was free food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sure you I was saying this free food <laughs> in a couple woman phone in, in, yeah, back in the early 2000s. Yeah, that's, that's I promise you that. Yeah. I promise you I was free food yeah, or the fat yeah. dude who liked to go to this place type thing. I was probably one of those two in, 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 in women's phone. But go ahead. What were you going to say? No, a lot of the times, is, and I like how you explain the relationship, is the lack of communication. We don't communicate properly in our relationship, whatever, too, because a lot of times if, if you came out and lay, laid the foundation out early, you could see what you want. But a lot of times we figure out, like, hold on, this chick ain't for me. This dude ain't for me. Like, yeah. it, it, it become too late and now it's in too deep. Now you, now you don't know what's going on. A lot of times you people be scared to communicate too early, whatever, yeah. too, boom. So you, you could stay away from what you don't want if you communicate early and say, Absolutely. you know what? Nah, she, she's giving me the signs that this yeah. ain't it for me, whatever. Too, yeah. but that's a growth, right? Yeah. Yeah. You learn through your experience. So, yeah. Yeah. A, 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 those flags, you gotta look for those so flags. Yeah. I tell my to... wife, and and me and my wife go to brunch. We go to high end shit every week. But I always tell her. I said, you, you got your cards with you? Because you never know when I'm going to turn and act different. Always bring your cards. I believe you. I will talk. And she, she started busting out laughing. I said, always bring your cards. Just in case. You know, just in case. I'm like, you know, this is over today. I don't want, I'm not doing this thing. That one said, you know, you never know. Always bring your cards with you. Because you never know. I could be a nice guy last week and pay for 175. This week I'll be like, yo, I'm not on it. Mm. <laughs> you, you, no, seriously. Let, That's what I'm trying to say. Let's explore. Let's explore that further and go to the next question, right? Yeah. Because a lot of times when you're dating, marriage, you have a certain vibe, right? And and I always, we've been doing this podcast for four years, and every time we talk about relationships, this kind of mentality it kind of resurfaces or this understanding, right? Men date women, we find things appealing about them. And then we be like, man, shorty's this. She, she check all these checklists. I hope she never changed. This is the woman I want to be with. Woman will date you in a situation where they're not really feeling everything they got going on, but in their head, they're going to change you. They're going to change something. They're going to upgrade you somehow, and then they're going to make you better kind of thing. And yeah. that's what kind of messes up a lot of relationships because I feel like men take women as they are and be like, yo, yeah. I, I accept what you got going on. Yeah. I could deal with it. I rock with it. And one may be like, you know, you're not everything that I need, but, but I if, if I put yeah. a little this and that, I could change you. And then sometimes you may not be able to meet this yeah. and that, right? Well, yeah. not, you might not even want to. You know? Exactly. Like, because yeah. you might be like, yo, I'm good in my shoes. I like the way yeah. that my swag is. And he sent me a video um, with Eric, Eric Mina and, Eric um, Mina and Safari, and oh, Safari okay. right? And so... Um, and then, you know, is a clown so, show. Yeah, but 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 Safari kind of came to the point where it's just like, yo, our vibe was great before we got married, and then after we got married, it's just like you know, what we were doing wasn't enough, and now it's just sort of like, and I get it, relationships are supposed to grow, but who we are, who we show each other, 
Those kind of things, we should just get stronger and we, it shouldn't have to change. Yeah. And he was just kind of just like, yo, like, shit just got too crazy and serious. Like, you're not laughing and joking with me no more. We're not doing certain things. And we get it. We we married now, but we still have to enjoy the people we yeah, were. Still, yeah, date your, you yeah. still have to date your right? person. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and to be honest with you, that's why a lot of times, and I'm not making excuses for them, a lot of times married men cheat because the woman that you were dating and you courting is not the woman you get after you married. You get this whole new woman and you're just like, yo, I'm not asking you for shit that you never did. I'm actually for the shit that I fell in love with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But then people change, and well, it's we sort gotta of like, do it on our side too. You always gotta keep up the same energy. But that's why. Sides. But even if that's the case, you see yeah. instances where the dude will change in that sense, but a lot of women will still stick around because of the money. Yeah. You know, yeah, sure. Right. So sometimes it's still like. So, that, so the that. question is: Marriage makes things too serious. Does marriage make relationships too serious and change how fun the relationship can be? Like, for instance, I could say after getting married, you know. Once once a woman feels like she's comfortable, she got the ring, she's established, then the shit that she used to kind of like would do just to make you happy, sometimes them shits get put in the back burner and like, mm. yo, I'm already married. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not auditioning anymore, so why I got to do the shit that I don't like? Yeah. But that's the shit I fell in love with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so what do you think? I mean, a lot of things change, you know, in terms of, and even my wife is watching, like, if... <laughs> At first you might wear lingerie, now you wearing moomoos and then we trying to fuck. I'm, like, I'm not into the whole moomoo shit. You you got it on a plan to use your schedule and when, when we had sex and all that or two. I'm an old school. Sight, I'm an right? old school Haitian man. Caribbean man, we like to get it in. I'm not saying nobody else do, but I'm saying like all this schedule planning and all this, what you call it before. Before you used to drive 230 miles to get it. Now it's like you got a moo you're doing all these things. Like the, the relationship, the dynamics change. But me, I, I keep the same energy, so I expect the same. Marriage does change a lot of things because now it's like you're going to take it however I give it to you. <laughs> but <it's>, women <laughs> do not yeah. understand how hard it is. You're going to take it however I'm going to give it to you. And I know I'm speaking for my brothers, not just for me. <laughs> how hard it is for a man to fuck the same box. Shit. Oh, I didn't, I didn't say all that. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying. <laughs> you ain't gonna even dress it up for me? Yeah, that, that Come yeah, on now. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can't fuck the you same monog- box monogamy, all the time. You monog- can at least dress it up. I, I always say this, and then sometimes women, you know, I I say this with my, you know, my, my women friends, and, and they always kind of like get upset at me, Chris, now. like, your monogamy is not a practice that's natural to men. No. Yeah. Even in nature, as basic as animals Thinking are, animals. animals aren't monogamous. The animals will tell a lion will come through, smash, do such and stuff like that, and then he'll have another pride to smash. And I'm not saying that because animals do it that we like. It's 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 not a monogamous thing. Like, oh, don't get it twisted. Women like different penis, like men like different vagina, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it's not natural. So I say that to say this to sort of like at least when we make that commitment, we have to speak to each other and be like, yo, how do we keep it fun and exciting? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 the thing about it is, women know. Let's keep it about women. It's easier in their nature because of how they're brought up and just how they think that for a woman to be monogamous than, than for a man to be monogamous, yeah. right? Because a woman, like, 
you speak to three, four, four, five, six year old girls, and they're talking about they can't wait to be a bride and get married and do this and stuff like that. Because they want to naturally be protected and taken yeah, care of. Yeah, but we just our, our nature, our fathers, yeah. our the, our brothers yeah. around us, stuff like that. We're taught to be killers. Like, yo, you got it. What's when's the next body? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> when, when you in high school, when you in high school, you talking to your your yeah, fathers, your uncles, stuff like that, and it's like. They, they always ask you how many girls you got. You tell them one, they're like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so. not naturally. We're not naturally reeled up to that. So I say that to say this: once we're committed to a relationship, and things of that nature, we need help from our spouses to be our spouses, our partners to be like, "Yo, let's 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 communicate on this. Let's 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 understand that you know it's not natural being monogamous, but we love we love each other. We made that decision. Let's work on. It. Let's communicate to be fun. Like. So many men that I know, like you said, it's just sort of like, you know, it becomes to the point where it's just like, you know, women who are married start to act like it's a reward for you to get sex from them. Is that fair though? I mean, so when you get married, so I'm, I've never been married, whatever, but not so, but the way it seems like when you get married and you put that ring on, the men still have to provide, still have to, you know, yeah. uh, pay the bills, still have to be the same person they came into that relationship, that, that marriage, but the women, the women get to change. They get to get lax and they get to, you know, not do, is that fair? It's not fair. And then the, the, the problem is, is, you know, sometimes you, you, you want to not hurt the person's feelings so you don't express what's going on. Put like in terms of being a married man, so putting stuff on the schedule for men when it comes to being intimate, that mm. ain't that ain't gonna turn me on. That's not fair. No, no, I understand it might not turn you on, but I, I went to a little seminar before. No, where I'm no, about, no, you know, y'all put little beads on the side of the bed. You know, and once it gets to a certain number of beads, y'all know it's time to get it in. Because you go through life, say y'all both working or whatever, whatever, mm -hmm. y'all got busy schedules. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you, I know we want to get it in whenever, wherever, but you can't always expect her to just be, okay. No, no, you know no, I'm, I'm not. But you know what's crazy about that though? As men, y'all never been in that situation where you're chilling with a girl, you're having a great weekend, y'all don't have sex a bunch of times. And there's some times where you're like, my legs hurt or my meat is sore. Yeah, or, yeah, and she's on some, and you kind of like, yo, do it. But because you're a man, I've been with some This is the conversation we need to have. This is the conversation that we need to have. Women don't accept being rejected when it comes to sexual advances, the oh, way no. that men are supposed to accept Because oh, now you no. think you're not you, 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 Listen, That's you say word. no one time, <laughs> and I was like, what are you, gay? Yo. Your meat don't work? This yeah. and the other? A woman say no like she's breathing, and you're supposed to just eat that. Yeah. Yeah. But as soon as you do it, it's just like, then your meat don't work? What are you, What's gay? Are you cheating on me? But a woman will tell you no Yo. because she just says I'm no. I'm going to make myself vulnerable right now. Okay. But this is some funny shit to me. Whatever my... But Shorty said, I'd be like, yo, you really believe this? So, like, we'll have some long sessions sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. We get it in, get it in, whatever, whatever. And then we'll have some times where, you know, we haven't got it in in a couple of days. So, when I see her and we get it in, you know what I'm I mean? I'm straight. I'm drinking. If I, if I, she expects me to come, like, quick to be like, oh, yeah, see, you've been holding that for a while. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to, like, 
Oh, I know you couldn't have been doing nothing else. Yeah. Or it would have been it a long session. Lo- yeah. It would have been a long session. Are you yeah. crazy? Or the amount, the amount. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when you pull it. Like, you yeah. Yeah. That, that has nothing up. to do with it. It's just, it just a matter but, of but they how excited yeah. I am. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a matter of how excited I am. Whether it's be with you or what have you. Yeah. You don't know. I could have probably got some yesterday. Yeah. And I just was excited to see you today. Yeah, so. I mean. And that's another thing that... um sometimes women don't understand is just like consistency helps build you know performance and things of that nature sometimes men like especially married men you get to the point where it's just like it's so sporadic and stuff mm-hmm. like that like you know a lot of times you don't you don't get your rhythm no more so now it's sort of like you know you get in it and you're just like yo I'm just trying to, to get that nut and be out and stuff mm-hmm. like that it doesn't allow you to be your best performer when it's just like you know you got a random snatch and things of that nature but let me tell you women for some reason don't take Take that, you know, consideration as far as like, yo, you want your man to be your best performer, you have to establish a rhythm, you have to establish some some kind of pattern. Let me break this down to you. Everybody watch basketball here, right? You know, NBA fans, whatever. What does the question say? Does marriage make relationships too serious and change how fun a relationship can be? I compare it to like a dude playing ball. Okay. (laughs) Expand. Making it to the NBA and getting a contract. Yeah. With no free agency. Mm. Right, so when you playing ball, you young, you in the park, you know what I mean. You know commitment, you hungry, hungry. you know what I mean. But you got a love of the game, yeah. So it's different, you know what I mean. So let's say you get once you get that guaranteed contract, college ball, you still (laughs) hungry, you trying to get to the league, you know what I'm saying. Still no commitments, you know what I mean. You just trying to get in. Now you get married, you on the team, you sign the contract. There's no free agency. You stuck with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You still love playing ball. You still got the skill. But the game just don't feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, just, you know what? It's, it's, it's like what now? <laughs> it's, it's crazy because I've been with my wife for 15 years and we just celebrated mm. our seven years marriage anniversary. And we, no, Mary's trust me. It. I, I think to this day she put to this day to this day to this day I think she put Santeria on me. But we, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm joking. But what I'm saying is it's 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 a rocky road, but communication is gonna help you out. A lot of times is you know, and then sometimes you don't want to hurt your lady's feelings. Yeah. Soon as you turn them, no, not keeping it real. No, 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 no. So as soon as you turn them, that's automatic. Like you love sex. Why you turn me down? Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. tired. And yeah. they don't want to hear that. This, this, this thing down, this, this thing downstairs yeah. that you just go, he ain't going up to that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm, I'm tired, but you know, like you <laughs> can't say, you can't say no. Even the time you like, listen, I don't want, I don't want to have sex. Yeah. Whatever. Too. If you say no, it's a whole attitude. Whatever. Too. Like you say, you get turned out all the time. Mm. But women got to be able to communicate. Be like, you know what? He is tired. Let me just, like, you know how many times that you horny, you want to get it in, and they hit you with the. It's not gonna happen today, <laughs> and then you like, what the fuck is going on? Another, another thing you know what I'm saying? So the communication level, I feel like even it's not just about being married. I think in relationships in general, these are things that should be discussed, absolutely, and and should be worked on because that could lead to cheating big time. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, and, yeah. and 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 that's a lot of times that and that's what I've had a conversation like you yeah, said, the you conversation know, is key with I, that. And, I, I totally agree. Another thing also, because a woman also, you know, women have a natural reaction of like, you know, if a woman is not in that mood and stuff like that, it's it's going to be, you know, dry down there. It's not going to lubricate. It's not going to... A lot of times you can't really get into the situation because of that. But then 
And, and, and then we, as men, we. But but on the same token, right? It's sort of like you know, you know. Obviously, you can uh, unnaturally get the situation lubricated, just you know, extend whatever. But women also got to understand, like. Another thing, you know, with marriage, and I'm probably gonna get my ass kicked because this is a marriage focused <laughs> thing. But it's sort of like, like you know, like what, like 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 Tiffa was saying earlier and stuff like that. Like before, like when you're dating and early in the situation, lingerie, sexy mm-hmm. things, you know. And then before, it's just like now it's moo-moos and like fucked up shorts and, and, and tank tops <laughs> and shit like that. But they still expect you to get excited on the drop of the hat yeah. when you have nothing. To stimulate you to get the drop yeah. drop of the hat, mm-hmm. like yo, just like you need to get you know turned on to get wet. Like my knee, my meat only gonna jump if I'm excited. If you're excited yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know man. what I'm saying. Like, like we need to have some kind of intro for that to happen. Mm-hmm. But women's just like, what are you like? Why don't we just get up? Like I'm supposed yeah. to. I'm supposed to freestyle DJ Figaro <laughs> to get to the situation. Like but you, you, you want me to Simpson Salabim and make it jump up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like it, it and that's like you said, the miscommunication it's, that yeah, we have. And then but, I wish I wish I wish we can just have that conversation with them too. But then it's like Oh, you you being insensitive, like you. It's it's some of the things you're trying to protect the person sometimes, which also can hurt the relationship too. So it's it just got to be a balance somehow. She got to be able to understand that you know yeah. I'm coming from a good place with it, you know, vice versa too. Men got to be able well, to, I, to, yeah. I think because like because I have a friend. This is bullshit, right? I have a friend, <laughs> but, it's, but it's true though. Like so, when I was in college, I had a real good buddy um, who was. A, I think he was like maybe 14, 15 years older than me. Same yeah. thing, he had been married for a while and stuff too. And he was telling, he would give me, I remember he would give me all these different tips because him and his girl, like the him and his wife, the, the just the manner of their relationship and the way they interacted with each other in terms of the type of shit he loved and was into and how she responded to that and vice versa. It sounds cliche, but they really were like best friends, you know? And mm-hmm. like, this is years ago. This is like 2005, 2004, 2005. And to this day, they're still very happily married and everything. And he'd have these That's talks great. to me about how like, yo, the biggest issue in our relationship was communication. But he said, it's not just communication. He's like, communication comes in different forms. And he's like, for me, as I was getting older, we've been together since you know high school. So he's like, by the time you hit a certain age, things start changing with you. And he's like, you have to have that conversation with your woman. Like, listen, it's getting a little harder for it to get up, or it's getting a little harder for me to keep the stamina yeah. up. Or, and I that, always, I always tell niggas like, "Yo, you hit a certain age, you got so many great erections in you, like you don't get the same erections the same, like yeah, when, when yeah. you was early and stuff like that." Yeah. So yeah, so what ends up happening is like when you have a woman that you're close with and married, and you have that connection, you have these conversations, and like when you let go of that embarrassment and open yourself up to the conversation, yeah. you can start talking about. Whatever, whether it be toys, whether it be different Mm -hmm. types of pills or different things, it just literally boils down to conversation and what the category of the conversation is. It's all about ego too, right? It's just like when you take the ego out the situation, you kind of be able to talk. You could be like, yo, is this going to be like a marathon session? Is this going to be like we trying to steal a moment real quick? (laughs) Is this about me this time? Is it about you this time? You got to understand, like, you know. Men, men with this egos, that's like, yo, I had a coming all night and stuff like that. Like, yo, you know, certain times it's just like, yo, certain situations is going to be like, you know, you get yours and she don't get hers. But in certain situations, got to be like, you know what? Ain't even about me right now. It got to be about her. Yeah. But we got to graduate to that. But a lot of times we have so many egos in relationships. I'm big daddy, long strokes and shit like that or whatever. <laughs> and and we approach it that ego. And then at the same time, sort of like, you know, you get to the point where sometimes you... you, you 
even though you're supposed to know when when your partner has has reached that point and stuff like that, sometimes it goes for such a long time that you know, sometimes people start to like fake it because they don't want to hurt your ego and stuff like that. And you just be like, oh, I heard the noises that I need to hear. I'm good. I'm good. Like you yeah. know, you need to check in and, and really really appreciate the person like that. But at the same time, we. A lot of times we operate with ego and we're not really worried about that. You with someone long enough, sort of, it got to be certain like situation like, yo, is this going to be a quickie or not? Yeah. Yeah. If it's not going to be a quickie, nah, it ain't no time for it. And that's how relationships work where it's just like, you know what, the sex schedule thing is sort of like, oh, I got shit to do. We can't do this and stuff like that. Cool, had that conversation. But a lot of times, you know, people get to the point where it's just like, oh, I'm not in the mood or I don't have time and then it's nothing. Nah, it got to be certain things. It may not be the whole thing. It might be a little something. might be a hand situation. It might be like, yo, nah. I freestyle on you, but you don't freestyle on me. You <laughs> yeah. got to have the wide yeah, range of things out look there. Look at the stress involved. Look at all the stress. If you just out here doing your thing, so much you work. don't care. You like yo, you yeah. better get yours before I get mine, chick. I lose your number. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, and a marriage yeah. is like, I didn't perform that good last night. Yeah. The but it's is not. Bad it's not. You know, you know, it's just like listen. You like, worried about how she's feeling? Marriage is listen. A lot of times is. Marriage, you 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 got to do a lot of things that make you uncomfortable. The checking in thing, you the listening, certain things like I'm a grown ass man that pays all his bills on time. Yeah. I take care of my kid, or my daughter, whatever. But then I got to check and I got to do this. That's what my marriage is like. It's it's like being at another school level sometimes. You know what I mean? You say like it's like you graduated high school, you graduated college, you you went to get your bachelor's. Now you got to go back to school again. It's like that's how it could be sometimes. Yeah. Vice versa too. Your lady got to do certain things that she Always don't want to do. Learning. Like yeah. ladies, listen, ladies don't want to give you head all the time. Whatever too, but they not, not, some ladies. That's they know, that's real talk. That broke my heart. No. Like you, you know, hear a lot of married women say that I, I don't like giving yo, head. I, yo, and their husbands of, don't know that shit till after the ring came on and it's been chilling <laughs> for years. <laughs> a lot of times, like it all boils down to the communication uh, and the, and like the, com yeah. and the conversation. Sometimes you think because you pounding it out, you think you great at uh, great at sex, but you you did absolutely nothing for. Sometimes slow dicking us what got her to go crazy. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. all about having that conversation and yeah. being okay that you can handle it. Some guys can't handle what you talking about killed it last No, you didn't. She didn't even go home last night. Yeah. Yeah. She just, yeah. But she you stop asking her. Yeah. She likes you. You stop checking in. So, 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 so she just let it go. She down. Down. No, she like you and love you. So she yeah. made you feel like you was the warrior. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so let me ask this last question. Relationships, a commitment committing a contract, how do you approach it? But really. Do you find it beneficial to commit to someone or is it better to have no obligations but just love and respect? I feel like that depends on the person. Like me, like me, I'm I don't I'm the type of person I don't like uh I I can't deal with multiple people, so I I'm the type of person that just want one person to just call it a day. I mean, I'm a helpless romantic, so No, that's that's cool. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. We need more of those out there. Yeah, so <laughs> If I if, if I could get married, I'm with it, whatever, or not. But I gotta find that I gotta find that special person. I'm not with all the bullshit. I tell you, trust me, I'm not with the bullshit. I'll curve you real quick as soon as I see a flag. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, um, it depends. It depends on that person. It depends on the person, one hundred percent, and what you're willing to put up with, and what you will, what you're willing not to put up with. So, is it like? Is it better to commit to someone or just like have no obligations on someone, just have love and respect? What do you feel? Um, I mean, I'm a Libra, so I'm ruled by Venus. 
I'm a big, I'm super into like committed relationships and stuff. Mm. I was in a committed relationship for 11 years. For you know sure what I mean? And for 11, me to be as young as I am. <laughs> 11 years. And damn. you know, shit hit the fan and it came down in flames. But it's one of those things where like, so, you know, I've done the whole dealing with multiple people thing at one point too or a few times or whatever. And it's just, it's a headache because you end up getting pulled in so many different directions. You end up getting people who get upset because they can't see you when they want to see you, how often they it's want to see you. It's a lot of work. You, the yeah, way they yeah. want to see you. It's a lot of work. And, um, and it's weird because like it puts you in this weird headspace but it's like, you know, you don't feel like you, you know, like you said, you know, the zeal or nothing, but sometimes it's like, Jesus, can I please just, yeah. I'm going to see you when I see you. Yeah. And, um, you know, it just becomes a lot of work. But as far as like, you know, that's why I'm really much into women who are not specifically into what I'm into, but have something going on where they're, they, they, they themselves are creative. You know, they themselves have things that, they, you know, whether they're... They busy too. Yeah, they're busy. Yeah, they're busy too. Yeah, yeah. that busyness My woman got to work. You know, so I'm like, what you doing? My woman got to work for my sanity. Because when she home, now she's into everything I'm into and I don't need that. See, that's the thing. I don't even necessarily You got to stay busy. I don't, no, even, right. I don't even necessarily mean I don't even well yeah stay busy like, I don't even necessarily mean like but they like, gotta have the a working, passion but a passion yeah. a yeah. drive yeah. like because yeah. you know I've, again I've you know I've dated people where they're not necessarily into things so when you're busy or you're doing stuff or you're linking up with people or you get you know you, you move, they're all you, on your phone yeah, yeah. yeah they're all on your phone or it's yeah. an issue or they they can even know that you're busy but still be trying to you know. So I think having someone where I just believe more in just committing to a person and having that relationship, vibing off one another, helping not, build each other up. Not to personally dig into your situation, but like you said, for you to be a young person using a committed relationship for 11 years yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it then ended like, how how did you rebound after that? Because 11 years is a long time. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I've been with my wife for 13 years now, right? And then, you know, a lot of times she, she'll... I always joke with her like I'm a domesticated cat. I'm not out here chasing <laughs> shit because I'm just so domesticated. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But I just, just to think about it, a lot of times people stay in marriages and relationships because it's like, yo, for the last 20-something years, this is all they know. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for me to deal with a new personality, like on some consistent shit, mm-hmm. like it's easy enough to do certain things or whatever to get to what you want and then you just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. But like to reestablish your whole situation. So how did you get back into the game after 11 years? Shit, um, it wasn't easy, that's for sure. I mean, it was interesting because, um, Whores. I think <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to him. he listen as you can see, he's the wild card of all of us. I mean, it, to be honest with you, uh, it kind of, um, the biggest focus, and he'll tell you, like, the, the, the thing about my cousin that I've always admired is like, I'm one of those people where I do get frustrated easily sometimes, and it's easy for me to kind of like get in my own headspace, but. You know, he'd be on me constantly about like we need, we need to finish this project, we need to do this, we need to do that, and I, honestly, that breakup was kind of the catalyst that got everything moving, that got me to finish the album, that got me to like really, you know, that got us to like you know get the crib together and set up the home base of op- base of operations, and it, I think the hardest part was reconciling that it comes in different parts. At one point, you kind of get over the aspect of. For me to be the age I am, you know, like half of 30 is 15. So when you're with someone for 11 years, like that's basically half your life. Yeah. You know, so that's a lot to reconcile with, especially when you yourself don't see it coming. But that person was already over it a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, it was more so us just buckling down and like, you know, we'll have a nice, we'll have a few beers, a spark at all or whatever. And I think the benefit of us both being spiritually introspective people allows us to get deep and like he'll get at me. You know what I mean? I'll be like, yo, when are we gonna do this? When are we gonna do that? So yeah. the biggest part was just really locking in and that kinda got me over that first hurdle. And the second part was kind of coming to grips with the fact that once you're over it, 
that person's going to want to defend their character no matter what. Yeah. So there's certain things that will be said about you because they don't want to be viewed a certain because of their actions. Mm-hmm. And that kind of will put you in a weird headspace about your, you know, how you're being viewed and stuff. So that's something you got to get over too. And it's just been the music. It's just, I think that was the biggest catalyst was just really wanting to be- tie a bow I on Before I move that. to the, the next topic, right? There was a question on Hollywood Unlock, which is an IG that I follow. And I, I just want the whole panel to answer this. Can you chase your dreams and be in a relationship at the same time? You know, I you. was just gonna say everything. Because he made what me I, what think I got about that. From what he said, was remove the woman from the situation, and now the focus and the success <laughs> happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like that. So, you know what so yeah. But no, to answer the question, yeah. yeah, can you can you be in a relationship and can you chase your dreams? Can you chase your dreams and be in a relationship at the same time? Um, it it's supposed how, to work, but when you deep, when you know. You know, it's it like it's hard. How deep and how secure you are in that relationship. If you start a new relationship with somebody <laughs> and you focusing on, you know, locking that down, it's gonna take too much of your attention and too much of your time. Facts. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy you said that's literally she the got, issue I'm in now. Like, not, but on our way here, that was the issue I was kind of trying to. You gotta focus on what yeah. it is you're trying to accomplish and your goals, and that's the thing. That's the hard part of us as men mm-hmm. to find a woman who can. Still be satisfied and happy with us while we trying to yeah. obtain a certain level of success, so to speak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's not easy. That's a fact. Because honestly, they want to be priority number one, mm-hmm. and that's not going to be it. I can't have you as priority number one. I got to have this goal as priority number one if I'm ever hope to obtain it. And you got to accept you, that. You you just backseat. made me think of something that's controversial, right? But a lot of times, uh. With these athletes, right? Like you see these athletes and they go to schools like University of Oklahoma, University of Kansas, you know. They from the hood, but they went to these wild schools and stuff like that. And then you see them wind up married to these white girls oh, and then everybody's right. tripping and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, but the white girls know. But no, but a lot he's of times go. I'm just gonna suck his dick and make sure he's good. Yo, that's the so point. That's the that's the point that a lot of people don't want to hear. I'm not gonna a lot of times, you know, especially you know, black woman, woman of color, say like, oh, he left us for like, no, no you understand? Like, I, I've seen it where it's just like, yo, you in high school, you younger, you always hollering at the sisters and stuff like that. They're always playing you. Sometimes the sisters are chasing the D-boys, the older cats and shit like that mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then these dudes go out to like Nebraska, middle of nowhere and shit like that. And then they meet, you know, Becky or whatever, who's mm-hmm. about them 100% and understand they like, yo. To school they come into every shit. practice. You know, I'm I'm I understand yeah. like, yo, this, this is my goal. This is my goal. Shorty, you got everything. You need done? Don't worry about it, honey. Rest your knees. You that's the part. Hey, that's the part that. That's the part that don't get promoted. All they say is that oh, he's a sellout. He did this and the other. But like yo, sure. You think Shorty wasn't down with him because she didn't? Go, you know, Becky wasn't from Compton. Like he was from Compton. But since he knew Becky and he took Becky knew he had a dream, Becky rolled with him. Mm-hmm. But that's the part that people don't want to promote. That's the controversy part. People just think, oh, he just got with her, so he he thinks he's better because he's got a white woman and stuff like that. Yeah. Sometimes part of it is the way that Shorty held him down. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but even him. before he knew he was a guaranteed thing. Because women be like, oh, she knew he was an athlete. Like, yo, there's a million, a million athletes. athletes. There's yeah, 450 yeah. people in the NBA. There's a million cats who play ball. Yeah, yeah. that's a fact. And there's 500,000 who everyone think like, yo, he got a shot. I think... Yeah. I think the hardest part is that being in a relationship and you trying to um, 
like conference goals or focusing on your dream. She got to understand your dream. And mm-hmm. she got to have some kind of understanding where she believe in you and what you're trying to do and accomplish. She she got to take herself out of the situation and realize it's going to be a sacrifice. If that, that if that's important to you and she wants to be with you, she understand. But the, it's never it's it start off. Oh yeah, everything's good. Don't worry about it. Then you start missing a couple of dates. You start doing this because you have to because now you're in grind mode. It becomes a problem. Yeah. So you got to really find the focus on. And I'm a former athlete. I play high school college basketball too, whatever too. And I dated a lot of white girls. And I end up with a Dominican black woman too. <laughs> and the difference between is because I could talk about it from both perspectives. The difference between is it's not saying that a oh, white girls are uh, are are gonna do exactly what you say whatever too. Sometimes with the uh, and I'm not trying to put it out there. Sometimes it's not about being submissive. They listen. They listen to exactly what's going on with your situation, and that's what happens to some of these athletes. They 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 was dealing with the the girl in high school, whatever. Too when they tell them what they're not gonna do, and then they get to college and they feel like I'm free. I could just be relaxed. I could just focus on. I'm gonna be the number fifth pick. Next yeah, year in the draft yeah. mm-hmm. You think I want to be dealing With you talking about I didn't call you At 10.30 last night I didn't do this Where were you? Like all that no, drama No what you mean And that's not all that drama I'm not saying that It's not mean. saying that I'm um Oh white girls are better Than black girls I'm not saying that at all nah, But it's no the attitude that. And the approach Is a whole different dynamic Cause I'm speaking On a level Of, level of dating support. both The attitude and the way that the approach of a situation of Yo, we gonna get my flame to this. I'm gonna throw another I'm gonna throw another brick on it. No, it's not it's about a, a flame. It's the attitude listen, the difference between dating a white girl and dating a minority like a African American Spanish girl, Latino too, is the attitude and the approach of the situation. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I dated a lot of white girls, I dated a lot of sisters and whatever, so I, cause I can speak from both perspectives. It's the approach about it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the approach about it. When some when they come to you correctly, you're gonna want to get it done. When you come into me talking to me like like I'm a kid and I'm a grown man, we're not gonna get nothing done. Let me so let that's, me add, that's let me add one more element to that. what you're saying, right? That's another problem we have in our community, right? Because so many times <laughs> that black women are brought up to and taught like black men ain't shit, black men ain't this and that and the other. Mm-hmm. It it brings an attitude and a stigma to relationships where it's just like. Sometimes black women approach black men like you ain't shit, you ain't gonna do this and stuff like that. Whereas just like you know, people from outside of the situation, they 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 don't they're not they don't carry this weight of stigma that he's not gonna be shit and stuff like that. And they kind of just allow that man to be who that man's supposed to be. Yeah. And a lot of times it's it's not a lot of stress in the drama. I'm married to a Latino woman, so they my Latino woman kind of had the same you know black shit. woman kind of vibe where you taught your men certain things like that. But a form a person foreign to that is just sort of like you know she's not bringing that baggage about this person being not shit like that and kind of letting that person be yeah. who that person's supposed to be. But you know what though I think a lot of that is also We gotta also like While I understand that I think we also have to be Cognizant of the fact that There's a lot of social conditioning That goes into like When you think about like The time period of like welfare And in order for you to be supported The the man couldn't be in the house And then you have women That was such a grimy Grimy thing So like if you were a young girl That's a great dynamic Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. You've seen a lot of black movies too Where the the black man would have to hide No, I'm just just saying what he's saying Black men would have to hide When welfare did their check To make sure that he wasn't in the house So if you're a young woman Being raised by a mother Who has that that type of dynamic Whether the father has to hide Or the father's actually not there And all these different things Now you become with this whole like That's where the whole strong black woman thing comes from 
like yeah. and that's the whole independent thing like i think our women even though they are strong even though they are you know powerful i think that they still deserve to be demure to be feminine to be protected mm-hmm. they don't always have to be in like alert mode they don't always have to be in i'm gonna get this shit done mode mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, what ends up happening is a lot of our women are conditioned to be that way yeah and what happens They're is constantly the attacked, actual that's why. the cause the mm. cause is such an old cause but the effect rings on forever mm-hmm. yeah. so at at that point the cause doesn't even get brought up no more all we talk about is just the dynamic between the man but, and the woman mm-hmm. God, yeah, God, so it just on. turns into like you know, yes, a lot of our black women behave this way through just just decades and decades of social conditioning, and then you have our black men who respond to it a certain way because of decades and decades of social conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, if you in the hood and I'm in the hood and we both struggling, and your thing is you the man, you're supposed to do this and do this and do this and do this, and I can't even work a fucking double at the MTA or Con Ed and come back and get a home cooked meal because you're so independent. Like, yeah. you know, it's outside of crack. That's the second. Ed? That's the second no, worst. Just, and he, you know, just those hard working blue collar jobs that keep no, shit running. You know, no. But to be honest with you, you I'll, I'll, outside of crack, that's the second. That's the second worst thing that you know. A narrative outside of our community that that pushed in that that separation of making the black man and the black woman both feel like we don't need each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Outside of crack, that's the second worst yeah. thing that destroying our community. But, that but yeah. what I want to to go back to what he's saying is, and I'm trying to tell you because I dated both sides. That's why I could I could speak on it. I'm not trying to diminish my sisters. I obviously I've married a black woman, African American, Spanish Latino woman, so I and, and I've dated a lot of white women too. Mm-hmm. So I could speak on them both sides this the problem is is a lot of times minority women they're not used to building their men. Mm-hmm. They're, they're tearing down their men before the men even established to trying to be great. Yep. And that's the because difference. Because they were told he wasn't shit. And that's the difference between some of these white girls. And and, and, I'm, and listen well, I'm not saying white girls are better than blacks, whatever, too. A lot of times white girls are saying, listen, do what you got to do. Figure out what's going on with you, and then I'm coming through, too. I'm coming to help. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the only difference. I'm speaking through experience. I'm not speaking just freelancing. I don't know. I the one white girl I dealt with said I raped her. So you got to be Whoa. careful. Oh. No. You can't. You got to be careful now, with now, that now I need you to mute. He got to open. He got to open. No, what I'm saying is I don't want to you no, know, no, incriminate you. No, but no, no, no. Please, oh, I don't, no, like, what I'm saying is this. That's the difference between the two from my experience. I'm speaking from my experience. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be like, Oh, you saying that way? No, I'm not saying that I'm white girls. Listen, I'm I'm married to African American Latino woman, and I love my wife, and I love the black sister. What I'm saying is, you gotta learn that when when the black man is up, we all up. We all up, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about it. When the black man is up, when the black man is working and he's strong, he's providing. He can be. A good husband, a good a good, good provi- person yeah. in a relationship, he could be talked to. When he doesn't have a job or he feels diminished, now he doesn't want to take care of that kid. Now he doesn't want to be around you, who who he feels like this is the reason why he. It's a lot of things that the psychologically that could fuck you up yeah. as a man no, if a you got to deal with that. So that's why sometimes the uh, white women get a better, better part of, of that black man sometimes because she just said, "Listen, man." Do what you gotta do. She don't have the baggage. Had, she don't have the, the, the emotional baggage and the generational so baggage. I'm, I'm speaking, like I want to say this again. I'm speaking through experience. I don't <laughs> yeah. want it to be like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm diminishing the black sister Not or stuff. You. I'm just saying that's the reason for the approach of it. Yeah. It, it goes, like I said, when the black man is up, 
the family's up. The dynamic is up. Yeah. When the black man is down, everything goes down. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to take care of the kids the same. He doesn't want to respect you the same because he's going through stuff anyway. Yeah. So no, I, feel you. I think my dynamic is slightly different just because like this is when I was sixteen, you know. So okay. as far as like an adult male, and I gotta be frank when I say this, you know, I've made pretty much a conscious decision to not like like actually like date. No, but you have a like, reason to. Black, you like, have a like, reason to, to date like as a young black man like to just date like white girls. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, so I, I I definitely see your angle, and sometimes I think we also have to take into account that a lot of these white women are. They may behave that way as far as the support and things, but then you know some a lot of them are calculated. They're you know, the best, like yeah. they're real calculated at you know seeing the long run. They see in the long run and seeing where this could potentially but go. Every, yeah, but every woman calculated. I'm thinking about the sports angle and yeah, yeah. But every woman's calculated. So 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 some of these other women need to play that they poke a hand right too. This is true. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, right. We all calculate if you think about it. But see, it's different as a man. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to be with somebody that doesn't have golden ambition. I just want to know how you you got away with not getting you know incarcerated or whatever from that situation. So that just sounds crazy. I definitely believe in my heart it has everything to do with age, and what I mean by that is with age comes ignorance. So you'll have people who make accusations without. Doing this, I guess, sneaky due diligence to cover up their bullshit lies. You know yeah. what I mean? So, at a, as a sixteen-year-old, you know, you're dating somebody you meet, and then they live in a different state. And what ends up happening is, when you go to visit this person, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a sneakerhead. You know, I've been a size like 12, 13 since seventh grade. So I've gotten and kept pairs over the years, and I'm always bringing. You know, when yeah. I travel, I bring multiple pairs with me. So going to visit this person, and also I'm someone when I travel, I bring my video games with me. You know, if there's a TV, I'm gonna hook my shit up. So sometimes, you you know, I got myself in a position where this person was counting on me having certain things with me just to have certain people, you know, make a move on me, hit set me for the jokes, you oh. know, and then try to arrange the situation as if I assaulted her despite. But, you know, again, being 16, we have AOL, we have messages, we have emails. So yeah. there's things to protect yourself. But the fact that it happened was disheartening. You know what wow. I mean? So, oh, so to be honest with you, you uh, try to set me up a, OD. Yeah. Uh, a white yeah, woman killed one of my best friends. And because it was the most. But because wow. because, you know, he was um, a big dude. Six two looked like an NFL. What's his name? Two seventy five. They 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 just completely put it on. Oh, it was self-defense and then dropped the and situation. Dropped, and that's but the go. same woman had a history where. Someone else you mess with wind up dying stuff like that, but they didn't even do the investigation. Mm. See, and they if you think about it, it, they do the same with kids. Yeah. Like when you think about everything that happens with like these young black kids that get shot, or when there's an issue in school, the first thing they do they describe us is he was yeah. like this crazed yeah. demon, or mm-hmm. he was just like they, they make find everything they, negative. Yeah, like this is, a this is a kid, but they describe pounds. this kid yeah. like he's some crazy overpowered yeah. giant. Like like you know what I mean? Like they're like about to get attacked by the Hulk or something. You know, like you're not a young kid. The the gift and the curse. I love when we have these deep rooted conversations where it's just like you know the structure of the show gets tossed to the Toss side <laughs> and we just you know communicate flow but I didn't want to you know interrupt anything I want to cover another topic and we only got like five minutes so we're going to kind of keep it it's platforms right because this is a platform right yeah. and um, you know the the difficulty we have is just like you know you have a platform you create your own stories but at the same time now we're in a time where a lot of people have different platforms, so how do you differentiate yourself? So we're going to talk about that for the next mm. five minutes. And the question is, 
platforms? Is it harder to separate yourself or easier to get lost amongst the crowd? First question, social media has given more people a chance to become stars. However, it's also made the pool even wider. So so what's, um, what's your thoughts on that? The game is definitely saturated, man. Oh, for sure. But I think that's... Yeah. Even podcasts from when we started yeah. to now, yeah. I feel, there's like five million crazy. more podcasts yeah. now yeah. than from when it's, we started. It's crazy. It's definitely harder to... um to It's definitely hard to diver, uh, dif- differentiate. How you yeah, differentiate. 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 Um, your specific... Uh, your specific um, art to the world because there's so many people doing it and um, I guess it's, it's your community the community you build has to be behind you and when you when your community's behind you then people will follow I, that's how I feel it, mm-hmm. it, it works because it's just it's, it's just so many people doing the same thing um, right now it's, just, it's madness mm-hmm. I know. I've, I've, for me, it's a different approach. I feel like it's absolutely saturated, but I think that's the dope, the dope thing about it. Yeah. And that's because so many people are doing so much of the same thing that it's easy to look at it and figure out. Because, like for example, when you think of the internet or when MySpace and all these things became a thing, you have this thing and you look at it like, how do I utilize this thing? But then you have over time people start utilizing it and they start doing it in a way where you can look at the, the formula and be like, okay, so this is the formula everyone's come up with now you can kind of break it down take it piece by piece and then figure out how to reformulate for something that works for you yeah. so like with us like with instagram and everything there's just certain um whether it be instagram or twitter or tiktok there's just certain um like with my music with my branding with who i am uh there's just certain artists there's certain movies there's certain pop culture references there's certain things that i'm into that ties to who i am as an artist and just honing in on those communities and then just kind of basically injecting yourself and then figuring out the marketing from there and then figuring out the movers and shakers in those divisions and then yeah. aligning yourself with them. It's so easy to DM somebody now for promo and now, you know what I mean? And now yeah. that's a relationship established. Yeah. So I think that it is saturated, but it's made it easier to figure out how to play the game because everyone's got this blueprint they've been following for so long. Mm-hmm. So you can look at that blueprint and kind of just extrapolate what makes sense for you from it. I agree with you about it is saturated, but at the same time, it's, it's sort of like the also good thing is just like, it's so many examples the success that you could kind of take certain things and then flip it right for instance like we in the when you're in the hood there's a Chinese food store on every other block yeah. but they all getting money right because it's sort of like you, you develop a niche like yo I go to this Chinese food store I like this certain thing yeah Nature. this one's Tex-Mex this one got the best wings yeah. like and, and, and exactly it's like you said it's, it's learning to speak to certain audiences and yeah. things of that nature. Like for yeah. instance, when we first started, Facebook was our primary thing and things of that nature. And then out, out of just expanding our, our reach, I was just like, let me start cutting clips of our show onto mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then I started to like tag celebrities. And our biggest shout out, we got a shout out on the Breakfast Club. Like, yo, shout out to this, you know, our podcast. He, nice. he, he promoted it on Instagram and then he took it to the radio, Charlemagne the God, and he shouted us on the radio. And nice. it just be happened from a, a, a clip that I cut on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I say that to say this is like, you know, it's a lot of people doing it, but you got to develop your audience, develop your voice, and speak to them. Yeah. I don't do the podcast or we do the podcast thinking that 5 million people are going to listen to us but maybe the 10, 15,000 that listen to us can yeah. grow from 10, 15,000 then 20, 50,000 and grow from there you know yeah. what I'm saying but you got to speak to your audience and be authentic so yeah. that's why I feel like it's tough because it's a 
what made the game crazier is before it was just media people or people trying to be media people doing podcasts yeah. but not every celebrity is doing their own podcast yeah. to avoid yes. having to go to everybody else yep. Fat Joe and you know Nori with the drink champs and things of that nature now the artists are like yo I'm not going to certain people for interviews I'm doing my own interview yeah. but at the same time I enjoy their stuff but I still like to hear common people now, he's the king of listening to different podcasts and putting me on things of that nature because everybody's voice is different so it's a different story being told you Perhaps. know what I'm saying what yeah. do you think I mean I just feel like the platform is it's it's, it's a beautiful thing because you, you don't have to necessarily just talk like even with music like you're mm. an artist whatever too you can literally have a whole underground scene and make millions of dollars like I was listening to the um, Breakfast Club interview yesterday with Young Blue, Young Blue and yeah. he was talking about I made a million dollars I love 16, his sound. Uh, since I was like 16 um, 16, 17 years old because I had a cult follow underground scene um, that I was touring for 20, 25,000 30,000 and he was like I blew up off the Drake song when when um, DeMarcus Cousins hooked him up but I'm saying this this platform now is like you got so much so if you put the work in mm-hmm. you can be successful it's not yeah. it's everybody Everybody's not gonna be a millionaire. That's just yeah, not how yeah. life works. Everybody's not gonna make two, three hundred thousand dollars in their lifetime. This is how it works. But you can live comfortably and provide for your family with this new platform Facts. all the time. It's just a matter of you keep working. Mm-hmm. I let, mm-hmm. Some of these rappers are not even good rappers, but they work hard. <laughs> the persistence, they work like, hard, yeah, yeah, yeah. consistency. They work yeah. hard. If somebody that that keeps saying the same bars that's corny, whatever, but you hear an all the music, I'm like. You know what? Let me listen to it. I like Lil this Baby artist. grew on me. I thought yeah. Lil Baby was trash when you I'm came out, baby and now he's now he's the hottest thing out because you, you work with him. Yeah. So so um, this is the last question because we we got to wrap up. But I I like what you said. Got to expand upon it because like just like you said earlier, now you could just DM people stuff like like I'm I'm in DM conversations with so many different blue check people and stuff like that who's supposed to be big and stuff like that some people are authentic and they'll just talk to you yeah. you reach out to Spice Adams and Spice Adams have responded back to you like you know oh I like what you're doing keep it up and stuff like that like you know people with million yeah. dollar followers and things like yeah. that so the last question would be you know are you obligated to speak on social issues if you have a massive following or is it better just to stay silent and also, are you ready as someone who's kind of putting yourself to potentially be a public figure to lose the anonymity of your life and just become a public person? It's a loaded question, but it's... <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. The anonymity thing is funny to me because it's like, I never believe my own hype, even though like he'll tell you all the time. He'll be to, I need to, I'm, I'm one of the most, I have this thing where I say I'm the most cocky, humble, arrogant person most people will meet, but he'll tell you I need a lot more. Yeah. Uh, as they call it or whatever but with all that being said it's like I think that it's something I'm ready for but at the same time I just think that's something that you gotta like experience it and see how you adapt you know as far as the social issues go I always joke that I would never need like a publicist or something because I'm very confident in how well I carry myself and how well I you know being as well spoken as I am that I think I can navigate a lot of conversations without having to worry about that but I really I don't feel that Yes and no. I do not think you're obligated to speak on social issues, but if you've worked yourself into a niche where you have a specific type of fan base and you do a specific type of work or music, like someone like Lupe or Kendrick, they rap and speak on social issues, so don't. So it would be weird for them to expect to not be asked about those things in yeah. interviews. But then if you're someone like Moneybag, yo, like, yeah. like let the or man Cardi rock. B. Yeah, or Cardi yeah. B, like let him rock. Like yeah. you know, don't don't give them grief because they. If you ask Moneybag, yo, yo, what do you think of the Capital Riders? I'm sure he has an opinion on it, but <laughs> don't give him grief for not. For 
fully it's elaborated. And, and, and I always feel like if, if you're not educated on the situation and you're not going to add value, just let somebody else. He said Cardi B. And I mean, Cardi B is somebody you wouldn't expect to have a serious opinion. But she's into opinion politics strong. Or shit like that. But she always has an opinion and she always has something to say. I would say it's not really a yes or no question. It's a just be true to you. Mm-hmm. And it depends. She, has, she always has something to say. That's the that's that's the problem. I think there's a difference between having something to say. <laughs> it works for And her. then having like, for example, when you look at like Biden and everything, I think they'll look at someone like Cardi and say, this is someone who's been pretty vocal about politics. And even though I love, even though I love Cardi, it's very, it's let's be real, a lot of it has been surface level. Mm-hmm. So they'll take that and try to run with it and be like, look, yeah. we have Cardi B interviewing with us as opposed to, Someone like, you know, Tech Nine or someone like, you know, freaking Tech Immortal, you know, like Ice Cube. Cube. Like, get people, if you get people like that into a conversation about it, it's going to be a lot more intense than if you're talking to someone like Cardi. And even though Cardi means well, I think that when they sit back and look at the potential people they can reach out to, they know what they're doing when they decide Mm -hmm. to pick who they pick. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But honestly, it's just about being true to you. You got to be true to you. If you feel like you have to speak on it and, and it's, in your fabric mm-hmm. and you know what you're talking about then do so like you feel it to your core yeah, yeah. if it's not you don't do it unfortunately and even in this stuff this stuff you could really have an opinion on where it's just like I'm not even gonna touch it publicly mm-hmm. and you have to have the, new, the understanding of knowing when to you know pick those moments and just say I got no dog in this fight yeah you know unfortunately this was a great episode but we gotta wrap up we're coming to the end yeah thank you guys for being guests thank give, you for having us give thank another you. shout out let them know how they could re- reach you if you have any upcoming projects, incoming events, let them know. Go ahead, yeah. So yeah, uh, you could so you could reach him at Code Six. Code Six. Um, you can reach me at Han H A H N Han dot Code Six. That's my Instagram name. Once you get to my Instagram, you can follow you can follow everything to my Linktree link, my YouTube, yeah. my Spotify, my Apple Music. Uh, we dropped our album. We dropped the, the album Madman uh, over the Memorial Day weekend. Has been doing amazing numbers. Um, just want to thank everybody for their contributions. Uh, Han dot Code Six for yeah. Instagram. King Ice Guy. King Ice Guy for Instagram. Code Six Music Group for YouTube. You can also catch out why you eat that episodes first season. If y'all want to check that out, that's uh, it's crazy too. We didn't even get into that. Yeah, we have yeah. a YouTube channel through uh, Code Six Media where yeah. you know we have a YouTube channel where we just try different types of like the spiciest potato chip, the spiciest yeah. gummy bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cooking, I like those things. Cooking yeah. culinary, and, you know, yeah. just different unboxings. You know, like I said, I'm a nerd. I've been collecting kicks and sneakers and toys and shit for years. So we yeah. do unboxings for like different vinyls, different toys, yeah. uh, you know, different types of foods, foods potato yeah. chips, things from yeah. different countries. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, some I worked, I've been working in the tech industry for like 12 plus years. You know, I have tenure at Apple, Google, Palantir. I kind of did it backwards. And most rappers start with rap. And then they worked their way into tech. I kind of built my career up in tech while focusing mm-hmm. on music. So now I have this networking where as the music takes off, there's a lot of stuff, relationships already established that I can kind of, we can kind of work that into our business and the entrepreneurial things we're doing good. behind yeah. the scenes. So Han.Code6, King Ice Guy. Um, yeah, just keep an eye out. The next project is going to be is Wrath of Heaven. Uh, working on that now. There's no official release date yet. We're just kind of plugging away at things. But we we working. We working. That's what's up. So Mike, you want to give a shout out before we head out? Just shout out to our loyal supporters, everybody who show love to views. Continue doing so. We're going to keep giving you that content that you want, man. Mm. Oh, uh, can I tell you one thing? Uh, yeah. Shout out to um, shout out to Alex and Mindset yes. Media. Alex, Mindset yes. Media. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. 
DTW too. Shout out my boys DTW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the vibes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So like 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 to piggyback on what Mike said. Like you know, shout out to our loyal followers. This is our hundred and one episodes. We've nice. done hundred and one episodes. Yes. Like I said, it's been a crazy ride to like you know. Just doing episodes and not wondering if anyone's listening to like having Charlemagne the God give us a shout out and then plugging us yeah, on. That's what's up. It's just it's just signs that God always just wants you to continue to work on your craft, continue to build upon your gra- craft. You know, between us not doing much episodes, I started doing like personal reaction videos. It's all good. And like you know, some people were like, "Yo, I thought that video was so funny." And just yeah. you just have to like I like what you guys said. You do you do you know un, you know unwrapping of things. And, like you have to be able to just continue to work on your voice and continue to support each other my biggest thing is for us to support each other we grow by building upon each other's audiences and then also like becoming family and networks of creative so I'd love to have you guys back maybe after you drop your next project you can come back again and talk about yeah, the next course, project and then bring we a usually song. get artists to, yeah. to drop bars but we running out of time I ran over I was and ready I got to oh, yeah yeah nah yeah. I ran over so that was my fault but we had such a good conversation flowing yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I forgot to interrupt it I'm usually more like okay we need to freestyle something yeah. nature, we always love to come Yes, yeah, so we'll so, definitely yeah, have, yeah, have we cracked the, after the hundredth episode. We cracked the next one right after. Yeah, so so, so, it's a story. so like like I said, guys, thank you for the support. Continue to support views, and we out. Yeah. Peace. Views. So that all our people can shine Views from the friend zone It's your time We give it a real talk So stay on your grind Yeah, 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 yeah Have a good time We got to do So that all our people can shine You got to press it You got to press it